Sisters, on this episode number 154 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of the four members of the GMG Quadfecta who's got Pixar in his heart, Hades on his brain, and Pau in the old stomacho, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the camping and bacon-eating beast of the East who can beat any game in one sitting or less, Patrick Novacell. Or less? Like one, like zero less sittings? Like I, I think about sitting. it. And I quarter it. sitting? You're standing there and you beat the game. <laughs> that sounds like and you. And I'm done. 30 minute on, platinum. On his left and my right, the judge, jury, and executioner of Rocket League and an improv, Ronnie Johantis. Oh, I like this. I like this. Hello, everybody. And then last but certainly not least, our final host, who is our resident Virginian Yankee and fact-dropping samurai, Mark Boucher. I'm a samurai now? That's right. You got it, Mark. Upgraded for ninja. I feel like we all upgraded here. Look, Mom, a samurai. (laughs) Yay, congratulations. Oh, wait a second. I couldn't do it. (laughs) We have a guest in our midst. Missed, missed. I left missed. the D out. In our fog, someone can add the D in, in later. Midst. Edit that in. In our mid, you need to like yeah. highlight the D in mid. Out of the mist. I think there should be a limit of two consonants together. Three consonants too many. I think we should say every guest Midist. is out of the mist. Is out of the mist. We should have that effect. Like just make the mist just part from the window. That'd be awesome. Mark, can you get that going on Steam Streamlabs? Steam like Labs. Steam Labs. <laughs> That mist in the Steam Labs. That's right. I don't know what's going on with my brain. That's, that's just... after hour Stream Labs. All right. Steam Kirk, Spring go break. ahead and introduce our guest. Thanks. <laughs> Transition music here. Yeah. So we already. We got a guest. We got a guest. He is the co-host of the Comics and the Cross podcast, uh, a weekly podcast, the greatest podcast of, of people you've never heard of. And his name is Paul Cross McLean. How's it going, man? Doing good. How are you doing, guys? Glad to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. So is Cross your middle name or is that your given? Oh, name? we're doing our fake names tonight. Okay. <laughs> we're, doing our, we're doing our fake names tonight. Come on. I'm Come on, did I talk about superheroes for a living? I have to have another name. Come on. <laughs> Hey, we're glad to have you on the show, Cross. And uh, if at any time during the night I call you by like four different names, it's because I like you. That's what I like to do. Just give people names. I might call you at some point, Mr. McLean. I don't know if you've ever been called that before. Uh, Oh, that's not my name. So, yeah, I've never been called that. It's McLean. McLean? McLean, yeah. Oh, like Die Hard? Like Die Hard, yeah. Yes. Oh, all right. Oh, Mr. McLean is way better. Mr. McLean is way better. Our American is showing. We're so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we're sorry with our American phonetics. As 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 fans, it's one of those things. You know what the funny thing is as well? It's like I I live in Virginia also now, and I live here in the States. Um, I'm not originally from the States, if you can't tell. Um, But in moving to the the States, um, I now live in Virginia, and... In Virginia, that is actually a McLean, Virginia. I did know that, yeah. And I'm like, how are the people in Virginia continually mispronouncing my surname? 
Is when it there spelled is the same? Yeah, it's spelled exactly the same. Really? It is literally hmm. McLean, Virginia. Like, how are you mispronouncing my name when there is a McLean, Virginia, like in the state? It's like, come on. You need to go. Have you gone to that area to see if they can pronounce your name correctly? Like, just hold up your name and yet. see what happens. Yeah, I have. They're like, yet, oh, who's actually, this McLean guy? <laughs> I do want. I do want to go and visit it, and it's like it's. It's probably honestly like part of it was set up probably because of like my ancestors that moved over here from the same clan as me. And it's literally like there's so many like Scottish settled on the East Coast. And honestly, I, I do believe it's a case of people arrived there and just went, oh, this will do. Yeah, that it's works. Very much the Scottish mentality. Like, oh, this is all right. We'll stay here. Yeah. You want to go explore the rest of it? Now nah, we're good. Oh, this <laughs> is how you spell it? Yeah, we're going to spell it like this. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to spell that. And then you can that. come in. And then, like, all these other McLean variants apparently appeared as well. Like, I've met so many different spellings of that name that more than I met when I was in Blooming Scotland. Nice. And it's well, like, hey. and McLean became McLean, apparently, and that's what it gets pronounced as here in the States now. See, I can't, I can't say very much because I come from a part of the country where somebody or a bunch of people say a particular a particular town in Massachusetts that's spelled W O R C E S T E R and they pronounce it Worcester. Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire. No, it's 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 Worcester. Worcestershire. <laughs> There's no shire Winchester in it. Dill, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. It's weird. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Cross, we need you to share a little bit about yourself before we jump into our what's new news and our updates of what's been going on. Because while some of us know who you are, or, you know, besides not knowing your last name, we know who you are. We just didn't know how your <laughs> last name worked. Uh, maybe some joiners don't know who you are. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, so as the gentleman here already greatly said, my name is Paul McLean. I go by Cross, though. That is my name whenever we're on the show. Um, I am one half of the team at Comics and the Cross, uh, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. Um, a way of making us sound really, really important when no one has a clue who we are. <laughs> um, we um, do run a podcast, um, but it is actually live streamed on our Twitch channel. We actually function nice. off of Twitch. That's our main home base. Um, same name, Comics in the Cross, where we do our podcast live and um, video podcast there. We do play games, do art streams, all that sort of stuff. And um, so that's kind of our main thing that we do with that. Um, I, of course, am originally from Scotland. That's the accent you can hear. I am Scottish, born and bred. And moved here to the States and to Virginia about seven years ago and married an American girl and decided, you know, she was absolutely gorgeous and decided I was going to stay here because why not grab an American girl and move to the States. And now I live here with her and our three beautiful kiddos. And they'll get you. Yeah, they will. They will, man. They will. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did you wait? Did you did you meet her before you moved or did you move there? Did you meet her after you moved? I met her before. I actually met her quite a bit before I moved over here. And she actually came over with her school at the time as part of a mission trip. Oh, okay. Um, and came to Scotland. And the church we were at ended up being one of the churches that she came and visited. I was the acting youth pastor at the time. Um, and we had a youth group that was running that night, the day that they came. So I got to spend a little bit of time with them. And mm-hmm. 
Uh, from there, just kind of chatted, connected a little bit over Facebook, online, and just slowly but surely it built up. And uh, we honestly slowly chatted for a couple of years. It was like between 2009, 2011, and then 2011, it just it all kicked off. We started talking a lot more, got closer, and it just built up from there. We started talking on a daily basis, ended up... And decided we wanted to start dating, trying to work it out. I came and visited her in the States. She came to Scotland for a while and proposed. And we started working on getting me over to the States. There you go. Nice. Wow. That's a pretty neat story. And when and when was that? When did you move over to the States? Uh, I moved over about seven years ago. So 2014, I moved over here. All right. Really and recent. Yeah. So I've been here ever since. So Very cool. Nice. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get a little more recent and uh, find out what's been going on with you, whether it's been in real life or gaming, uh, whatever you want to share, man. This is usually the time where we just kind of say what's up, what's been going on. So what's been going on with you, Cross? Yeah. So in real life, what's been going on now is honestly, we've just kind of been preparing and I've got three young kids. So we've got some school stuff starting to fall into place. What are their Uh, age range just to age ranges just to get an idea? Uh, age range is they're all under five years old at the moment my son's going to be five God bless um, you. in november yeah i know thank you and <laughs> uh, my daughter's about to turn three and then our youngest is about to be 10 months he's still pretty little and um, so our eldest yeah. um as i've talked about in our own show is actually autistic and mm. um, so he's about to start his like special ed school on uh, next monday and so we're starting to get stuff prepped for him to be able to go there he's been doing kind of at-home schooling this last year so you know thank you quarantine and but he's finally able to go to school now and we're preparing for my daughter she's actually going to be going to preschool at our church so nice and so we're starting to prep all of that for them right now so that's been kind of the main thing going on at the moment is getting all of that sorted as well as planning for my daughter's birthday which is at the end of the month wow What's, uh, what, what day? Is your daughter's, yeah, I was going to say, what day is your daughter's birthday? Uh, it's the 29th, so it's a couple of weeks or a week out. That's my birthday. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he tells, he tells everybody that, Cross. He's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually, you know, October 7th, you know. <laughs> so a little bit off then. A little bit off. From... <laughs> no, it is, it, is the, it is the 29th. We just do it so the guests feel good about themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, who's going to match up with the birthday tonight? Ronnie, it's your turn. (laughs) Old birthday surprise. It's the Good Morning Guys podcast. Who's got a birthday? That's right. (laughs) Oh, goodness. There you go. That's cool. uh, What's the the birthday theme? uh, The birthday theme for this year is going to be Baby Shark. Oh gosh! Oh, because she she is baby shark crazy. So yes, oh, going all hilarious. in for the baby shark theme. So yeah, Having PTSD memories right now. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I'll pray for you. Yeah, thank you. So one of the funnest days ever was finding out that Netflix has a baby shark movie, like on there, and the kids absolutely love it. And I'm like, I'm so fed up of hearing that song. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. They have a movie. Do they just sing the song the whole time? pretty much it's like it's like they set up a whole thing for it but basically they like travel to like different worlds but every world is basically an excuse to sing a different version of the song so like it's a shark do 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 alien shark yeah pretty much like every version like it's it's most of it's still baby shark but it's like a different style of music 
So like just oh, basically, okay. so it's like Baby Shark like fifteen times, all in different tones of music and different styles, and that sounds like so, yeah. Or Most of the lyrics are still the same, so it still gets very repetitive though. So it's like the it's like the Christmas shoes of the Netflix children's world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Christmas we've shoes. we've we've talked about on this on this show quite a bit the movie The Christmas Shoes mm. version. Have you ever heard the song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know so what you're talking the, about. about... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. Can you give yeah, us a Mark's, little bit? Yeah, can you remind intro. us? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> so right. pretty much that movie, every opportunity possible that they can to shoehorn the Christmas shoes song <laughs> into each scene, even when it's like, doesn't even make any sense. So it's like, the person walks into a store, so I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving the store. Sir, I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> Any opportunity. So. How did that not make our top 100 list? I have no idea. <laughs> that is awesome. Still early yet. The song say, could make our top 100. Music. Spoilers, it's not going to be on here. Oh, oh, <laughs> for you, maybe. Challenge accepted. Exactly. I'll throw <laughs> away one of my songs. Well, for I'll just leave it out there that. for when I forget. <laughs> I'm just going to pray you all forget this moment. Uh, no, it's recorded forever. I'm going to listen to this no. over and over again. All right, Cross. Uh, so you, you shared a little bit about real life. How about the, do you do, you do any gaming at all? I do a little bit of gaming and stuff. And I don't get the chance to game as often as I would probably like. As I've said, I've got three kids under five. Right. So gaming is yeah. not something I get to do frequently. And so I've been trying to get... I've been trying to catch up. A, yeah, I've been trying to catch up in games that I've missed over time. So, on our Twitch channel, I'm currently playing through the Kingdom Hearts series. I just started Kingdom oh, okay. Hearts One. Never oh. played it before. Completely missed it when it originally came out. And um, so this is my first time playing through it. So I've been working nice. on that. And then in how my far? Own time, how far are you in it? I'm uh, a I'm a few worlds into it now. I think okay. was the last one. I don't remember what the last world I did was. It was last week. I like I played okay. it and I still don't know. I'm gonna give you ah yeah sorry my wife in the background reminded me it was Halloween go. Town. It was the oh yeah before that's Christmas, a fun one. Yeah, which is probably my favorite. Which is probably my favorite this world so far. Time. Like I'm yeah I'm a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Like I grew up on that movie. I absolutely adore it. So like getting to do Halloween Town's 100 my favorite one we did so far. Nice. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give that. you I'm gonna give you a little tip because I played through Kingdom Hearts with my kids a year or two ago and hit a huge difficulty spike on the final boss mm-hmm. you need to you need to treat it like a jrpg and grind a little bit and so oh. level up before you face the boss and then also get your eraga spell eraga sure okay. to get it make sure you have that in the final boss fight and you'll be good to go okay i'll keep that in mind for going to that fight then because yep. like some of the bosses are hard in that game so oh, yeah. far yeah uh, so i can only imagine what the final boss is going to be like oh, but yeah. yeah so so yeah that's kind of the main thing i'm kind of uh, plug in through as well and then whenever i get time off stream and um, i've been playing through control um off oh, yeah. stream control. which is such a fun game so good yeah i've not got to play it even close <laughs> as much as i like but i've thoroughly enjoyed what i've played of it so far nice nice good stuff very cool all right um ronnie why don't you share right. next buddy what's going on well um, I don't think I've told you guys this yet, but I reached the diamond rank 
in Rocket what? League doubles. There it is. Oh, yes. wow. And two games later, I lost it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I haven't been able to get it back yet, but I did get the picture, down? so it happened. Oh, no. I thought you were going to quit. I know. I should have. Honestly, I'm like, all right, we can do better. And I, that was oh, a mistake. No. Honestly, we were on a heater when we got there. Um, so now I'm actually playing like at the low platinum or the high platinum, like low diamond level. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a different game altogether. Like, it's crazy how good some of those people are. Yeah, um, for sure. So even like Eric and I were, you know, uh, t- today we played a little bit and I think we were two two wins and four losses. Like some guys Ouch. are just incredible, wow. though. Like I can't, I can't even fathom people getting that good at this game. Like it's ridiculous. So uh, I've been playing a little Rocket League, obviously, and then um, I have been playing a little GTA Five, just kind of a little time killer on the side. You know, since I stopped playing Ark, I always have that extra game. Yeah. And uh, it's GTA Five right now, so it's kind of a, it's a fun game to jump back into. You can just like pick up and start playing like at any time. Yeah. So I've been playing a little bit of that uh, on the movie front. I didn't watch any new movies this week. Uh, pretty much none. Okay. The, the uh, one big decision we did make this, this week is we decided we are going to go ahead and sell our house in the next couple of months. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, big move coming. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those things. It, the way the market is right now, I don't know, you know how it is in, in Virginia, but the way it is in Ohio, it is crazy. Uh, like, like, five plus offers right when you list it you know kind of crazy oh absolutely and yeah. houses are just going for a ton of money right now i mean honestly more money than they're worth so yeah. <laughs> um it's gotten to a point where now like <laughs> i would do very well and i cannot ignore it because i know i'm not going to stay in this house forever you know um yeah in uh in virginia <clears throat> uh, i mean here where i live mm-hmm. um there was a house like right across the street from me that somebody they put up a for sale sign and when it, within a week it was gone. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, insane. Yep, I don't even know why they're using those signs right now. <laughs> like around here, like <laughs> yeah, they're just wearing themselves out. But um, no, we I, I didn't plan on staying in this house. The next house I move into, I wanted to be you know the house that I die in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, the only way to do it smart is to not buy another house right now and wait. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, we're going to sell the house, uh, probably get like a storage unit for some of the stuff we don't really need and then get like a two or three bedroom apartment for maybe a year or two, depending on what happens. Okay. There you so go. it's yeah. definitely one of those things. It's like, I don't want to move. Like, you know, moving's the worst. Lucas, you mm-hmm. just moved. <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's just don't the worst PTSD. experience. We can't talk about that right <laughs> it's now. So bad. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do that, but once it's all over, it will have been worth it, you know? Um, so yeah, we begin kind of preparations on that and I, hopefully in the next few months, we're ready to rock and roll. There you go. Sweet mm-hmm. deal. That's pretty Sweet. much on, uh, what's going on with me. How about, uh, well, I love getting to pick though. How about Lucas? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> all right. Uh, so what has been going on with me? Let's see. I'm going to start with the real life. Uh, in real life, um, we survived our first full week of back to school, uh, as most of you know, but I don't know if Cross does. I live in Brazil as a missionary, so my school schedule is a little different. Life's a little different. Weather's a little different. Um, but uh, we started no school grass there. like a week, a week and a half ago. 
hey there is in my neck of the woods now thank you very much lots of pictures right. to prove it um and so we are just trying to get accustomed to the new schedule because we didn't you know we got a dog in the towards the beginning of june like maybe a week before school let out and so we haven't really been used to that and then my daughter started soccer and so it's just been a little crazy like kids getting home pretty much on average the kids are going to bed like an hour later than they were like for their whole lives before that and so um it's been and it's been like i don't know like eating dinner later doing everything later and it's it's kind of taken its toll on the family because we just we get in a routine and i don't i don't know about you know i imagine with with uh cross and and i know with like someone like chris uh the rock who listens to us when you have like depending on your personality you have to have some kind of schedule or rhythm to your family or it's not going to work. And sometimes if that like gets off kilter, it, it can really mess things up. So, yep. Uh, yeah. Both my wife and I do much better on a schedule. Our kids do better when there's a schedule, but for the longest time during the, the winter break for us, um, it, there wasn't really a schedule. We just did whatever, hung out, played games, watched movies. Uh, you know, we moved into this house, I guess the end of April, beginning of May and they have a yard. And so they ride the, their bikes and do all this stuff. And so the sense of time is just like out the window and now we're back and we have to like do the schedule and it's been rough. Um, but one of the parts that's made it just, you know, definitely interesting has been our dog Rayla, who is four months old. Um, yesterday she weighs now, uh, I can only think in, in kilos. She weighs like 18 kilos, 18 and a half kilos. So somewhere around 36, 37 pounds. Um, she, and she's growing like a weed. I saw that picture. She, I think you posted yeah, on Facebook. Like it's a I big did. difference already. Yeah. I took, I did the two month picture from when we got her to where she is now. And That's she insane. started like down yeah. here. And now she, like when we sit on the ground, she was like right below my chest. And now she's like above my shoulder sitting. <laughs> Staring at you. Look, looked like someone <laughs> grabbed her and just stretched her out. Um, but yeah, so she has a lot to learn still being a four month old puppy. I told you guys last week that we took her on a walk and she was like nose to the ground, you know, pulling and just forgetting everything I'd taught her in a month and a half walking on our, on our, in our yard only. And, uh, this week she did a whole lot better. She didn't pull as much. Um, but she decided this last week that she's not a big fan of either strangers or she's not a fan of anyone outside of us. So she uh, lunged oh at no. the landlord. Oh, and, oh, oh. she nipped him in the, the coat and, and double the rent. made him very nervous. <laughs> and so she quickly went into what we would call what we call the box. It's a spare bathroom that we have that doubles as kind of her like sleepy time area. She like box. slept. She slept in our bedroom for like, yeah, exactly. It is a penalty box also. It's where she sleeps and also where she gets punished. You're not supposed to do that, but we don't have a lot of options at the moment. So, uh, so yeah, I have, I've been trying to teach her how to deal with strangers and how to just be cool. She's not there yet, but we're working on it. And then also we think it's possible she temporarily dislocated Mindy's jaw because... What? Mindy was squatting down to get a book and Rayla like was super excited and ran under her and went to like lick her. Oh, she she popped her right under the jaw and like, yeah, like headbutt her in the jaw and like made Mindy's teeth like 
crunch together and like oh, pop man. her jaw to the left or the right. I can't remember which way. Pop it to the side. It. I think it, I mean, she can use it. So it didn't stay dislocated, but she said she's never felt pain like that in, oh my in her life, oh. in her jaw. So that's just having a big clumsy dog too. That's yeah, that's it really, yeah. that was, that's part of it too, is she just, yep. she's like, when I sit on the ground or any of us sit on the ground, she immediately climbs into our lap and she's <laughs> 30, almost 40 pounds. So <laughs> you can imagine how that goes. I'm um, sure she's a lovely dog, but you are not selling me on buying a new puppy. I'm glad I got Cisco No, I wouldn't. Five. Now that I've, now that I've gotten a puppy, <laughs> I would say, no, you need to wait till they're six or seven months. Yeah. Puppies are fun, but it's a lot of work. In, unless it you, is. you like it to is. step in pee and poop and, it's constant worry is you know, what it is you're just it, constantly it worrying about the dog yeah. what they're doing yeah i'm like i'm constantly like i'll let her outside and i'm constantly just like looking out the window okay what are you doing what are you doing, what are you doing? <laughs> when's she gonna run off yeah so um and then in the game front uh i did play the renowned dlc for bioshock 2 called minerva's den it was a pretty cool story nice uh, su- surprisingly heartfelt um, not going to give it a rating yet, partially because we are going to have a spoiler cast about the Bioshock series, so I'll save spoilers for later. But it was uh, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I also quote unquote beat Pac-Man Championship Edition two. I don't know if you guys played one or two. Uh, they're like just little downloadable games. I don't know if anybody played Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man, Pac-Man, any, Pac-Man, any Pac-Man, Jr. Mr. Mrs. Yep. Jr., yes. cousin yes Pac-Man. Yes, uh, probably all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, the newer Pac-Mans are a little different. They don't give you as much freedom to do whatever. They usually try to guide you with the pellets and they have cool music and try to, you know, they have these like this one in Pac-Man Championship Edition 2, like you wake up ghosts when you go by them and they connect to the main ghosts and eventually they'll make like a 30, 40 ghost train. And then when you run into them, if you bump into them like three or four times, it makes them go hostile and then they chase you and that's when they can kill you. But uh, it it can be pretty fun. It can be pretty like nerve wracking because it's a lot faster paced than the traditional Pac-Man. Um, the first one I was just, like, I loved. I got all the trophies for it. It didn't have a platinum, but I would have if it had one. Um, but in Champion- Championship Edition 2, uh, they changed the color scheme and this sounds like, I don't know, like a weird thing to say, but they made like everything train more translucent and mm. they, they made layers. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like you get to the boss level and there's a huge ghost in the background, just like the silhouette of it. And he's like staring at you floating around while you're going around. And at some point you can't really see where you are. And so you're just listening to the beep bloops and hoping terrible. that you're alive. It's really awful. Like it was super nerve wracking. I got as far as I could get and I beat like what I would consider the main boss. It was like combination of all the ghosts. And then I discovered there was like a rainbow road area afterwards where you had to go back and get all the ultra hard stars. And then once you got all the stars, you could unlock the real true ending. And I was like, Oh, cool. Delete. And I, <laughs> and I'm done. I close that baby right. You don't up. want to see the true ending to a Pac-Man game. Oh, I know they are very heartfelt and very life changing, but no, I don't. Yeah. So I gave that one seven out of 10 assorted fruits. <clears throat> nice. Just so you know, <laughs> uh, I would show you the ones on my wall, but I forget how to remove the screensaver. So <laughs> how does this work? It's like right so here. I, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I got stuck on this one. I guess I if anyone. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, the next game I beat was Streets of Rage Four. 
Um, I also abandoned that platinum, but I did enjoy playing through it once. Uh, it requires a lot of playthroughs. It can be, I don't know if you guys have played a lot of old school arcade beat em ups, but they, they're really fun and nostalgic. But when you're like trying to maneuver the, 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 I don't know, it's like a two and a half D or two D field, yeah. like your up and down movement is really clunky and slow and it's really easy to get there. Are the ghosts, Hey, boom, uh, Miss Pac-Man better get a pellet before she tries to eat them. She's going to end up dying. I don't know why she's chasing them at this point. <laughs> They're supposed to be dark blue. I think you're muted, you're, Ronnie. You're muted, Ronnie. <laughs> oh yeah, she's just she's just yelling at him, really. Oh, get is she? Yeah, just get out uh, of here. Get off my lawn. Yeah, yeah, you can see the other ones. <laughs> okay, I have to it. ask if that's what the stuff you've got showing in your background. Why the heck did you have any other background showing? Uh, it was. Show I think, those things I think, off, it, was, dude. I, I think it was. I think it was about the uh, something about movies, and we were talking about Marvel and Endgame. <laughs> so I put that. I put that background on, and then I went to go the next time to remove the background, and I didn't figure it out right away. So I just abandoned ship altogether and lived it. And just left it, and it just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds like Ronnie. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, if anybody's played Streets of Rage Four, it's a really great kind of just a. Uh, a refreshing of the original games. Um, beautiful game. It's got great animations. Uh, it's got a typical story. It's fun beat em up, assortment of characters. Um, I give it an eight out of 10 assorted foods that you eat off the ground for healing purposes only. And so I would uh, recommend it if you're, especially if you're an arcade fan. I think that's Minecraft Dungeons. They do that random food drops on the ground and you have to eat it for health. Five yeah. second rule. Yep. Hey, and it's usually it's usually you you get it from a garbage can or uh, whatever it is. Mailbox. What you gotta do? Yeah. yeah. You've you've just hit you it with a bat. A mailbox. And then and then a turkey Everybody comes keeps out. Food in their mailbox. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hit it with a, a bat. And then a whole turkey comes out. And it's like it's like someone all perfectly brown. Someone shoved this in their mailbox. <laughs> oh, mine now. Yep. Uh, let me eat this. <laughs> I need it to beat up these bad guys. That's right. In real life, they'd fall asleep from the tryptophan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final thing I played, which will go perfectly into Patrick's update, is a game that just came out this past week and is Patrick's background, Hades. Mm-hmm. Oh my. OMG gosh. What a game. Uh, I'm not going to say a whole lot because Patrick and I actually want to do a spoiler cast about it, but we have to shout out this game, Patrick, because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it is so fun. We've now been playing it for, see, it came out Friday, Thursday-ish, so like five days now, four days. Um, it's, I don't know, the animation in the game, the voice acting, the story, uh, it's all interwoven in gameplay that is so just next level. Uh, the fact that they took a roguelike and they made it to where, you know, you die, you start over, you die and start over, but they give you a story, different voice acting, different characters intermixed within that repetitiveness is just so cool. Um, pretty much to give you guys like a real quick thing, you're in Greek mythology's underworld. You play as the son of Hades and pretty much you're trying to escape. And everybody except Hades is trying to help you. And Hades is trying to stop you. Uh, You have a variety of weapons. You have a variety of builds. You have what's called boons, 
where the gods will give you like a certain power or a certain perk that will help you. And then some of those combine together to just do really cool things. Um, it's, I don't know, it's just so good. I've done about nine runs of it. Um, and I've, I've been able to escape the underworld one time and, uh, it's been, uh, a, just a blast. So like enter the dungeon style where you it is, over? it is, except you, you have like, it's an assortment of weapons. So there's not like a gun, but they do have an arrow that you can use. You don't find your weapons, but you slowly build your weapon over time. Like you start out with like uh. 50 hit points and a sword, for example, and then you go through one area and then if you beat that area, you get to talk to Athena or talk to, uh, you know, grab a hammer that will upgrade your weapon. And then each each area you do, it's called an encounter. Each encounter you do, you get stronger. You add perks. You add uh, abilities to your weapon. Uh, your sword, like for example, the bow can. The bow has a typical like charge up shot. Well, then you could talk to like Artemis, and she'll give you. Uh, she'll take away the charge up shot, but then make it like rapid fire. So it's like a machine gun and I you're just you. like, da, 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 da. and then you just, you, you keep building and you hit bosses on the way. And, but intermixed with all that is like a story and, and like voice acting that I have not experienced in a game. That's so, I don't want to say simple, but it's like, it's not like a triple a game, but the voice acting is triple a, like, it's so good. Uh, I can't even do justice to <clears throat> how good it is. But say about that in my update. Yeah, yeah 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 all right uh but with that i'm gonna just hand it off to patrick patrick hades mm-hmm. yeah i already know you love it so why don't you tell everyone else why you love it so yeah i've, I've been saying this for months now like i'm i'm, I'm not a rogue like roguelike gamer but apparently the ones that have come out recently have really caught my eye the first one was returnal and i talked to talked about that a, a lot um, and the next one was Curse of the Dead Gods. That was on Xbox Game Pass, which is not near the polish and the gameplay and story that Hades is. Um, I w- went into Hades, you know, and they don't tell you anything. Like, you have to figure it all out for yourself. Like, I, you, I, my first run, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm picking up. I don't know who I'm fighting. Um, so, and then as, as you play more and as you die more, uh things start like unlocking for you so not only do you have to worry about your your sword or your weapon but you also have to worry about okay um which one is going to be beneficial for me because usually when you uh unlock a new power they give you three options and you try to choose which one based on your play style uh, can uh, is going to help you out. So some of it's like maybe a damage reduction, or maybe it's a damage increase, or maybe it's a health increase, or maybe it's um, a multiplier or a change to weight to, to your to your weapon. Whether like like Lucas, you said changing the you know the draw arrow to more of like a machine gun. Um, it's just so so interesting. Yes, you play the same areas over and over and over, but it's 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 like Apex where it's all randomly generated and every single run is different every single run and i though i because i haven't played these kinds of games before like you said that you've done you did nine runs and you already had cleared it you already did your first clear because you have to do like 10 clears for to like i guess to get the true ending and so i was in run 16 and i had not cleared cleared it yet like I would get just a little bit far farther every single time, and then it started to click with me. 
And uh, it's just, it's so neat. There's so many things to do. There's so like, even before you get into the world, you're in like your house and you can talk to all these people like Achilles. You can talk to uh, Hades. You can talk to all the people that are in your your house to either trade or upgrade your house to make it look better. Um, and it's just, it's so neat. It's so neat. Uh, I, pl- I got... Um, I got a code, a free code from uh, the developer, uh, Giant uh, Super Giant Games, um, and I started to Shout play out. this. I started this to play this on Wednesday night uh, of last week, so a couple days before it actually launched on PlayStation and Xbox. And I am in love with this game. Like I did not think I was like, you know what? I'll probably just gonna do one clear, get it, and then just throw it away. Like I, I can't put this game down because as soon as you die, or as soon as you go back to the house, you can just start another run. And uh, my time just disappears. Like it feels like I'm playing Apex, where I was like, "Oh, I look, I look up, and I start playing to get gaming at like ten o'clock at night." And then at two o'clock, I'm like, "Oh, it's two o'clock, better go to bed." Um, Hades has gone to the next level. Where last night I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm just gonna do one run." And this was like, I don't know, one in the morning. I look up, it's four in the morning and I'm still playing and I see Lucas get on for the first time in the morning. I'm like, I need to go to bed. I saw Lucas sign on. I was like, I got to go to bed. I cannot believe I'm up this late. Uh, But uh, I'm having so, so much fun with it. And yeah, like Lucas said, I will get really deep into it as we do this uh, spoiler cast or part one of spoiler cast, because I know we're going to talk about part do tart part two once we both beat it. And once we start unlocking all these things, Uh, but it's it's been an absolute blast to play this game. Like it's one of my probably one of my favorite games, um, maybe of all time. Like this is unbelievable. Like it's not just it's not just going through rooms you know there's a lot of things to unlock a lot of new like there's so many things in this game to see and to do um and i don't i was like it's i think the platinum's like 75 to 100 hours and i'm de- probably definitely going to go for the platinum on this one it may yeah. it may take it may take me a few months to get there uh, yeah right i'll take you two weeks there's a lot of other games coming out you know i'm there looking are. forward to this week you know avengers war for uh, wakanda's coming out uh, we're definitely going to be playing that. The Writer's Republic uh, beta is coming out. The Madden and Ghost of Tsushima uh, DLC expansion, that's coming out. So there's a lot of games that are coming out. Uh, and 12 minutes this week. 12 minutes is coming out in Game Pass this week. So there's a lot of games that are, that, uh, are going to be catching my eye. So, um, I, But I don't think I can stay up till 4 in the morning. Uh, today has been a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a long day. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. That's pretty much the only game I've been playing um, this past week, uh, which has been totally fine with me. Um, on the life front, uh, Ronnie, you're thinking about selling your house. I just refinanced my house. So we have like 17 go. years left on our on our deal. And so we reduced it to 15 years. And it's like $100 less per month. There That's awesome. So nice. it's like uh, no brainer. No brainer. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that just went through today. We're pretty pumped about that. Uh, saving us some uh, some monthly expenses um, and shorten the deal there. No doubt. Um, on the movie front, I watched one movie this past week, and it was The Jungle Cruise with The Rock. And this movie was it like oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that the... sets the tone. It's it, yeah. 
like I thought it was gonna be like a serious movie, but this is like a more of a comedic uh, uh yeah. take on it. And like The Rock is doing dad jokes. He probably does 10, 15 dad dad jokes in this in this a movie. And it's like he he knows he's doing dad jokes and people give him the side eye and everything. Um, but it's it feels like this movie was like Indiana Jones, uh Pirates of the Caribbean, um National Treasure uh like journey to this Sevier, sounds magical like all, yeah, this really, sounds the all best wrapped into made. one <laughs> all, but it was i don't know it it was it was okay you know I mean, was like, it kingdom it, of the crystal skull indiana jones or was it was it? too corny yes. wasn't it yeah yeah Ooh, i mean it was okay it, it's all right, all right, it, it was right. it was a forgettable experience it was too it was dead man tell totally. no tales pirates I mean, of the caribbean I, mean, I had a foot i had a, I had a <laughs> it good doesn't time count. it was fun it's <laughs> not real it wasn't, you know, like I'm, I wasn't going in thinking it was going to be like, you know, it's a world beater or anything, but uh, it was good. Um, there was a point, you know, I watched it with Clark and I watched it at home. Break, I watched it at home with parts. Clark and Mel and Claire, they went to the movie theater. So we kind of like watched it uh, separately, but at the same time. And I'm watching it with, and we're like, by the time they come home, uh, we're like, you know, 20 minutes to the end of the movie. And at one point, Clark starts crying because they start whenever they do like sad music and someone's about to die or something sad's about to happen. You know, he 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 feels emotional. Like he, you can see him put himself in their mm-hmm. shoes and oh, just then yeah. just be emotional and empathetic and things like that. So he started to cry. <laughs> like I didn't notice because I'm like in front of him on the floor and he's on the couch behind me. And uh, my wife walks in and she sits down and she realizes he's crying he's like rubbing his eyes and everything so i mean if for for the kids like this is a this is an awesome movie like this is really fun and but as a movie ge- goer and seeing thousands of movies this was just forgettable um uh, i would i would give it like a seven out of ten on your scale lucas that's like really good <laughs> but for me it's like that's yeah, good i mean it's okay it's a... yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all going on for me this week. Nice. I think uh, who's nice. who's left? Mark. Marcus, Marcus Aurelius. Aurelius. McLean. That's right. That'd be me. That would be me. That would be you. Um, so I guess I'm actually going to go into my gaming update first, um, because part of my IRL stuff has to do with our topic. Oh, so, yeah. So, I smell a transition. Mm-hmm, that's, that's what I'm setting it up for. Um, so, yeah, gaming time. I also played Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I talked to, to Lucas and Pat about this. Like, yes, we're prepared likes, for your rejection. Rogue likes and rogue lights are not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. They're just not generally my thing. But... Um, Lucas brought up the point and he's like, you know, I played Apex with you guys a couple of times. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Yep. I'm going to give this a try. And then also Pat said, and also you're supposed to be doing some games outside of your wheelhouse, outside your comfort zone. Yeah. So I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll give it a try then. And when I started it up, I was actually feeling it. I was, I was enjoying Ooh. and, and, and allow me to say this. The game is not bad at all. Uh, there are there are lots of fun things that I enjoy about the game. The power-ups and, and 
you know, increasing your, your powers and your abilities and stuff like that to do all sorts of cool stuff. And um, the graphics, uh, the game, you know, the design is, is all, all great. Um, what drives me nuts about it, and, and I just have a hard time with it, um, is, is the fact that, um, I mean, there's progression, but like just that going all the way back and starting all over again with a run that, that, and that honestly, that kind of was borderline for me with death's door sometimes. Now it's not a roguelite at all or roguelike. Um, but just like how far you go back, um, and how much, and the fact that you lose everything. Not well, I guess not everything, but but close to everything, to start to restart a run that I had a hard time with, hmm. um, and so um, which is so strange because you love Apex, yeah, and that's exactly what happens every single game. Yeah, you know? I think it's just the presentation of it all, hmm. I, I guess. Um, but I will tell you, I have not given up on it. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. How many runs have you done? So I only got as far. I mean, I I don't know what you consider a run in that. I mean, I well, you just you go, you fight, you die, you are. That's all I've done. At least like ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I've done. I've done several runs. So just just remember, it took me eighteen tries before I actually was able to finish it. Okay. And clear it. So so. And are you using are you using God mode? See, I don't know what that is. Do it. You yes. automatically get 20% do it. damage reduction. And every time you die, it increases by 2%. Up to 80%. So how do you turn yeah. that on? Settings. Options. Oh, the options, okay. Yep. It's up, up, down, square. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think games have changed a bit since I've been playing them because that sounds like cheating. <laughs> the game. Like, I can't do the game, so I'm going to turn on God mode so that I don't die as easily. No, it's merely, yeah. it's merely exactly it's, what it sounds like. That's all. It's, it's, just, it's, a, blow it's just a, a difficulty bit. setting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, that was what was kind of getting uh, getting on my nerves in that particular context. And, and yeah. you're right. You're right. That would that does make sense with with Apex, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just the way that it's presented, I guess. Mm. Um, but I got as far, I, I'm not going to say the, I guess it would be technically the first boss. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Starts with an M. Mm-hmm. Um, that's as far as I got. Um, is that, without, I guess, going into too much, like, is that technically a... Is that the point where you're clearing it, or is there more after? Yes. That? No. Yeah. Well, there's, there's there's like what five bosses or something like that for a run. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So yeah, four or five mm-hmm. bosses. Yeah. So once I pass her, you go to I, the next area. Go to the next, next area. Biome. So I don't have to go through. Anything you do. Before. Oh, do you? Yeah. So if yeah. you die, you have to go through all that all that again. See, <laughs> yeah. That I don't like. I don't like that. <laughs> I do not if, like that. If you do, if you do use the God mode with the the damage reduction, it will help like soften the blow, and you'll be able to last longer. Okay. Yeah. I, so I got I've um, I'm up to fifty two percent damage reduction. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was. It took me. It took me until I got fifty percent damage reduction 
till I uh, finally cleared one. So I've, once I get 50% damage reduction, I cleared it four out of the last five times. So it's like that. I finally met my like point where it's good enough for me, where I feel like yeah. I'm good enough. I can clear it. So with that, there is no, there is no like sort of progression point, right? There's no spot where it's like you you hit a checkpoint and you're not going back. It's no matter so, what. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll talk about this in the spoiler in the spoiler cast, but sure. there are things that you can add to um, to your repertoire. Um, you you use these things called keys, and yep. you unlock certain things. Uh, and then there's also this darkness that you use. It's kind of like your currency mm-hmm. um, and for to, to upgrade at, at the house. And one of the things is that it's called death defiance. So you can get up to three of those. Yep. So if you, at, if you lose all of your life, it'll respawn you exactly where you are with a, with like what a third of your health. So you can continue with the run. Yeah. I did know that I've, I've actually purchased one of those. Yes. Um, and I had unlocked the, and, and I won't go too much into this, but um, the sword, the bow, the shield, and the, um, the spear. The spear. Yeah. I had unlocked all of those. Yes. Just just know I needed three death defiances to actually clear it. So okay. I couldn't do it with anything, anything less. I'll, I'll give it another try for sure, but I, I don't know how much longer I'll be playing that. Mm-hmm. I'll try it with the God mode and see what happens, but um, I just don't I believe you'll have, I think you'll have much better time uh, yeah. when you when you actually clear areas because yeah. I just have a hard time with there not being a checkpoint at all. That's exactly like Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it, it is the same. I mean, Enter the Gungeon is also a roguelike. So I played normal for a few runs, and I realized there was God mode, and I was like, oh, I'm going to turn this on, and I had a much better time. Okay. Because I felt like I was doing something. I will. I will. I will continue. I will not give up on it yet. Um, just know it's on thin ice. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. but yeah. Um, but there were things. All that to say, there were things I, I enjoyed about it for sure. Absolutely. Um, I see why people love the game. Um, but also. I beat a particular game uh, as part of cross. We're basically doing what's equated to a book club, only we're doing it with video games. So we've been going through several video games, um, like older games. And uh, as Lucas talked about, it's the Bioshock, the Bioshock series, the particularly the first one. Now they decided after the fact they wanted to go through the entirety of the series. Yeah, some um, of us overachievers yeah. decided to just keep going with it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but the first one was on the list. And so, um, I went ahead and beat Bioshock this weekend. You Nova sold that game. Like, I feel <laughs> like out of a couple of days ago, you were like, oh, okay, I'm going to download this. Then a couple of days later, all right, credits. Yep. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, so I've beaten this game before. Um, so I felt no shame in putting on easy mode, putting yes. on baby yeah. mode. God mode. If they give you an option, it's always easy mode. Yep. Um, Life but... is hard enough. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I put it on easy mode that I was able to clear through pretty quick. Um, and um, it had been a long time since I've played um, Bioshock. So there were things about the story that I'm like, man, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. So, yeah, I was the same way. Yeah. 
So, but I mean, it was a, it was a lot of fun, and 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 we'll talk more about it in our in our spoiler cast for that. But like, I love the the aesthetic and the, and the story of it, and um, especially the music, the very 1930s and 40s type of music. Oh, and the Art Deco look, so so good. Um, but uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun revisiting that for sure. Um, unfortunately no streaming this weekend Unfortunately I was a little under the weather on Saturday So um, didn't happen for me um, on, the, uh, on the IRL side of things I, I, guess, I guess Patrick I can share a little bit of, of what's going on um, With a particular possible job prospect Yeah give him a little background of how it all happened Yeah so um I don't get me wrong. There, there are a lot of things about my current job that I enjoy, but there are certain aspects that have kind of influenced my decision that I kind of need to look elsewhere. And so, um, I, you know, when I, when I, anything that 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 needs prayer, which is a lot of things in life, um, anything that needs prayer, I go to, you know. Obviously, I talked to my wife, I talked to my family, and I talked to my friends. Well, I, I messaged, uh, we're part of a, the God in Gaming Bible study group, um, and uh, I messaged those guys, and I was like, hey guys, just just pray for me. Um, I'm in this situation where I, I feel like I need to be looking elsewhere, and uh, so just be praying for the situation. And Pat immediately responds and comes in and says, Oh man, no! I I know what you I know what you're feeling. I'm just praying for God's will in your life. I, I know what it was like with my last job. Hey, I'm hiring for a customer service rep position, uh, and uh, I, I, I have these and these hours. Um, maybe you could apply for that. I was like, what? <laughs> um, and that was quick. Yeah, and the nice thing is I don't have to live in Ohio where the company is. Um, mm-hmm. It's a work from home position, um, so I will be running the gauntlet on Wednesday. <laughs> I will have several interviews in the span of one day um, to to apply for this position. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of positive things about the position. Should I get it? Now, obviously, you know, there's always the possibility that there's there's someone more fit for the job. And I may not get it, and the door closes, and that's fine. Totally understand that. Um, so, yeah, just be praying for that, and uh, for sure. thinking of me as I as I run that gauntlet, and hopefully, you know, I I show my best self. Um, and Pat's actually one of the people that's going to be interviewing me, um, so that'll be that'll be fun. Um, yeah, yeah, the gauntlet is the same gauntlet that I went through. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're meeting with like four different people yep. and three different interviews. And then if you get through that one, then you go through another interview. Yeah. It's like, it's like the end boss. <laughs> so See, Hades, Hades was preparing you. Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. as as keep playing Hades. Back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. That one wasn't the right answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, there's no God mode on that. You're gonna have to start over. <laughs> um, but yeah, just be, just be praying for that situation. Be thinking of me as I as I do that, and obviously, you know, 
want the want the Lord's will to be done in that situation, but it would be a yeah. great opportunity should it For sure. present itself. But mm-hmm. um but and uh on the watching things front, I didn't watch any movies, but I did watch a particular T V show that I was very excited about. Um and I don't cross maybe you've watched it. It's quite possible. Um I started watching um it's a show on HBO Max called Titans. And it's based on the DC property of uh, Teen Titans. So you've got guys like uh, Robin slash Nightwing. Uh, you've got, well, you've got more than one Robin on the show. Um, you've got Starfire. Uh, you've got Raven. Beast, Beast Boy. Boy. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. Who am I missing? That's my son's uh, favorite is Beast Boy. Nice. Superboy? Yeah, Superboy. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like typical DC fare. They're, they're wanting to do a more gritty take on on the Titans. Um, so don't watch this with the kids. Noted. Yeah. there's uh, You're going to be glowing from all the F-bombs. But, um, wow. but yeah. But... Uh, I am more interested. <laughs> <laughs> But it's actually it's actually a really good show, a really cool show. I'm really enjoying the w- the way that they're presenting this, and especially this season, the particular storyline they're going to. If you're a yeah. Batman fan, wink, wink. Um, this is this is very much the show for you. I mean, everything, and it's it's. Um, I think the executive producer or the showrunner is is Greg Berlanti, who does a lot of the Arrowverse stuff. Um, but he's he's able to have a don't lot hold more. that against it. Yeah. Well, see, I liked I like the Arrowverse stuff, and we'll talk more about that. Um, but um, yes, we will. Yes, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of excited for this season of Titans. I don't know if you can see the picture I've got behind me of the oh, you got Red Hood main character that's appearing in it. So oh man, of... I thought that was hair coming off the back. I thought that was Jesus back there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird what did Deadpool you... picture. I was going to say, what did you think was going on with his face then? Like his face well, is like bright red. I think my resolution is too small. I need to up the resolution on my computer. Well, it just looked like maybe Jesus long, got a tan. Like it's got long bake. hair. It must yeah. be Jesus. <laughs> it must be Jesus in the background. Long hair is a Christian podcast. It must be a Jesus picture. It yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that has house. to be up there with the, the woman that thought that she had a Jesus picture on her mantle that was actually you and McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi. I, that's love perfect. That I love that one. That has to be so up there good. with that one. <laughs> that is the best. Oh gosh, she was so excited to get it too. Yeah, I but uh, yeah, that's that's mainly what I've been what I've been watching. Uh, you know, I'm I'm all about those superheroes. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of superheroes. <laughs> That is actually our topic of the show, because we'll be talking about all things superhero movies and TV. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I was wondering who was going to do that first. Like a cat at first. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> okay, that's a that's thing. a that's a cat. 
yeah, yeah. version of good and bad and the ugly. Okay, that's what we're going with. For. Okay, <laughs> that's right. That's right, folks. Superheroes. Yes. All right, we start with the good, the bad, or the ugly first. Um, Cross, what would you want to do? Good, bad, or ugly? I kind of want to do good because I kind of want to get that out the road, to be honest, because it's, it it's a lot more funny <laughs> ripping into the bad and the ugly stuff, to be completely <laughs> honest. My list was so exhausting. Because like, everyone knows the good stuff, don't they? It's like you, you've got certain stuff that you know is good, and most people kind of agree, oh, these are good movies, and we're all going to go, yeah, they're good. Okay, what do we hate? Okay, <laughs> there we go. That's... Um, I mean, what about one of our most successful podcasts was literally us ranting about the old Fantastic Four movies for like two <laughs> hours, and it's like that was like one of the most successful podcasts we had on Twitch. That's so, hilarious. Well, I mean, yeah. like it was like in the Fantastic Four, like in just in its time, nothing to really to compare it to. Yeah. Oh it yeah, it was fun. I mean, it felt like a comic book movie. Like it was fun. But it yeah, was, and that's I think that's a big thing fun. when it comes to comic book movies is like you need to remember some of these were made in an era before like the MCU, before there was a standard bearer of like this is what superhero movies can be. Yeah, you know, back in the early two thousands when we had a dream that we could enjoy superhero <laughs> movies on the show on you know on the big screen that weren't just Batman, you know, right, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly and and they were looking they were awful they were they're, some of them are so bad like looking back it's just it's, they didn't yeah, age well right yes disgusting all right now you guys are you guys are jumping ahead we're, we're, start with the good here. we're Come on sitting now. on the fence here let's see let's... that's why i want to leave this up to last because like that if we start with <laughs> like we're never going we're to get already the at good. the bottom you said the good for like two seconds and they're like all right on to the bed <laughs> Well, let's just get it out. Let's just throw it out there. The good is clearly the MCU. Yeah. Oh, all of them. All of it. No, no all of them. Okay. All, all of let's them. talk. Let's talk. Patrick Wait, hold on. Wait, we're, gonna, we're already going back to the worst. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just clarifying. He's just trying to throw a couple out oh. here. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> let's hear it. I will I'm just clarifying because I'm saying like they're all good and it's like that. It's like arguable. Some of, them say, like, some of them aren't perfect, just, you know. Oh, no, for sure. Even, for sure. even Marvel, the MCU's, quote-unquote, worst movies that they have in their series are still are still decent to watch. They're yeah, still com- good to watch. I mean, I, uh, so, yeah. Cross, I started watching the MCU with my daughter. She's 11. In 45-minute mm. chunks. Yeah, we watch them, we watch them like they're TV shows. You know, it's like two TV shows. <laughs> like they're TV they're two shows. Epi- they're two episode miniseries. We watch 45 minutes and then Picking the next the day next we day. watch the rest. That plays uh, commercials every 45 minutes. It's like a TV show. <laughs> but I say, oh, look, it's a TV show. We can go back to it. It's fine. And through the, through the first few movies, we've got, we're, we're the next movie we're going to watch is Avengers. So we've watched like Thor 1 and 2, or no, um, Iron Man 1 and 2, Thor, Captain America, and Incredible Hulk. We started with Incredible Hulk. And all of, of all those movies so far, Incredible Hulk is her favorite so far. So wow. it's really all about Yeah, that's how we responded to. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like that's, what? That's, it is strange. I, Iron Man 2 is the worst of, of the first five movies we watched uh, as far as her rankings are, have gone. But um, I, I agree it, with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she say, did, say what you want about Hulk. At least I had a script. That's all I'm saying. Like, legitimately, Iron Man Two did not have a script before filming started. So but like, the, how many connections? How many connections do they have in Iron Man Two that connects to the later movies? Like, it has more than I would say Iron Man One. Is that Obviously, to do with Iron, Iron Man, Man Two? Or is that it. to do with the later movies though that managed to tie back in? 
Yeah. And that's what I think that's what made it better for me. Like after watching all those movies, I went back and watched Iron Man 2 and I'm like, this isn't that bad. I felt the same way for a long time. And then I went back and I feel like now that I've seen it all and then gone back, I that's why I don't think I personally don't think there's a bad MCU movie only because the way they've connected them all. If they were like isolated. And I think that's the hard thing with The Incredible Hulk is the post credit scene is the only thing that connects, I guess, General Ross but he's such a weak character in the MCU, like such a 90s throwback to, oh, I'm the gruff general and I'm going to just talk like this all the time and tell you what to do. Like, yeah, but also may have no been... depth whatsoever. Yeah, but the Hulk stuff may have also been set up like that as well, though, because like the whole stupid universal stuff that's going on, which is yeah, do this it was Hulk movie. It so was bad timing. It's like so, all of that happened. Yeah. And um, but to what you're true. saying, Patrick, I kind of agree you like, you know, so they are strong movies, that initial phase. Like, I think you honestly have to say, like, that phase one of the Marvel movies, like, all, you know, from Iron Man through to Avengers, they're actually all still fairly solid movies. Even now, even, like, you know, over a decade later, two phases after it, we're going into phase four now with the MCU. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. all of this stuff is now going on. It's like, oh, it's if everywhere. you go back and watch this, these initial six movies is actually still pretty solid. They actually still hold up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and know, like you but... said, like the, the way it's gone, like we're now we're seeing TV shows, you know, we yeah. have Loki and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. And then we're getting Hawkeye soon. And how all their all all of them still connect. And that's what really we want. We want everything to connect. Yeah. We want, we want, we want everything. We've to been connect. screaming that and, since they made Netflix Marvel shows. They're like, oh, we're doing Netflix Marvel shows. I'm like, yes, they all connect. No, they don't. No. no. And then they did, they, they did the inconsequential Agents of e- Shield, which was like almost connected, but hey, not really. Even make that connect. It's literally Agents of Shield. Okay, can I just say on Agents of Shield, by the way, who thought making that show was a good idea when in Winter Soldier you literally get rid of Shield? Who thought that show was a good idea? What do we do with the show now? It's like lost. So like, well, we were we're just already make up pushing shows. it by bringing back Coulson after he died. Like, okay, we're going to make that work. Oh, like, oh, well, Coulson died. We're going to bring him back. And Shield was destroyed. Oh, but it wasn't really destroyed. But Marvel. Cinematic universe is never going to acknowledge that Shield is technically back. Yeah, at any point, it's really unfortunate yeah. because I think Agents of Shield is is pretty solid. Like their storylines, the things they did for a TV show of that ilk, like of that time period, it's good. It's not like it doesn't have the Disney money. It doesn't have the you know what the shows on Disney Plus have now. But for what it was accomplishing and what they were doing. My wife and I really enjoyed the the roller coaster ride of Agents of Shield. Now but compared, definitely as the redheaded stepchild of the MCU, though. Yeah, right. I mean, comparatively to the shows that we have on Disney Plus, you know what what I didn't like about the Agents of Shield, like the first season was was awesome. I thought it was really really good, uh, but then it got it got formulaic, and when it got right. formulaic. And they were just like, nothing ever happened. That's when you're like, you don't get invested anymore. Like there's no consequence to anybody's actions because it just, just continues. 
and like oh, let's just do a different different story this this week let's just do a different story they did just... they did get away from that eventually it's seasons three four they I actually had yeah, themes some of, some and... of the later seasons were actually pretty decent like yeah i think the season that really won me over for that show was actually the one they did in three parts but it was like the ghost rider story i was gonna say was it the ghost the, rider the one? LNDs, that one was awesome and then like the mainframe stuff like that was an yes, amazing season. that was really cool and, and like that really style. won me over and it's like I think the early seasons were where they kind of kind of fell apart. Like the first season kind of worked, but like then, like when Shield and Hydra were gone, and they kept trying to do Shield versus Hydra. Oh, they're yeah. still here. They're just operating in the shadows, and I'm like, that's what they were doing before. You can't say that. That's the whole point of them in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that's what the whole setup was. And then, and then they tried to shoehorn in the human stuff, and yeah, I'm like, okay, see when you're shoehorning in the Inhumans, but. Sh- you did awfully anyway. Yeah. yeah and, and, I'm, I'm, and you have an Inhumans TV show coming and you can't even make those connect. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like you can't even make that work. And don't don't get me started on the Inhuman show. I'm not I'm not gonna waste the time by I don't even know what you're talking about. We're not the ugly yet, so <laughs> patience. <laughs> We're still talking about that, good. Yeah, that's the that's <laughs> the ugly of Marvel. Like, so when you get to that stuff, like I they handled it awfully, but see when you get to some of those later seasons. Mm-hmm. Like those, like that one specifically, like blew me away. The straighten for that was awesome, and maybe that's because it was like it was almost like three short seasons, so you didn't have to drag it out across like twenty plus episodes, and it was like yeah. just three like different things. But yeah, they all tied together because they all had stuff like the dark cold involved, and then tied it in. It's like it was really good. I was mm. really invested, and then you know the next season was pretty decent. They went to like a space station in the future stuff it was still pretty decent stories and then it took a hiatus because the snap happened yep and then when it came back colson was dead again so it was like okay it's like i I kind of like okay this is wrapping up we know it's wrapping up none of these characters are ever going to be seen again i find it really hard to get invested in this last season at this point because it's just been so all over the place with that yeah you know it's just uh... so we've talked about a lot about you know the MCU, and of course, mm-hmm. this this behemoth of a of a of a thing. Disney and Marvel have have really been successful with this, and I absolutely I love I love the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love everything that they've almost everything that they've been doing. Yeah, um, but the quote unquote other side of the aisle, they've done some good stuff too. Now they've you know obviously they've had some negative stigma because of some 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 bad things that have happened. In, in recent years with the DCEU, um, you know, and we'll, and we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Um, but they've definitely had some good moments too. Um, you know, obviously, uh, for me, um, Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy mm. is, is good. absolutely mm-hmm. solid, um, holds up, yeah. especially, you know, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was on like another level. Yeah, now I know like other movies have kind of one-upped The Dark Knight from them, but you still watch that today, and that movie is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we talked about this a little bit on you know when we did our top one hundred the top one hundred movies. We talked about because Dark Knight was up there. Um, you know, just solid cast work all over all around. Obviously, Heath Ledger is the Joker fantastic just like out of nowhere does this incredible job does a joker like we've never seen before um 
and I mean, I, I just I love their choices with making a a more grounded <clears throat> Batman, if you can have that. <laughs> Yep. Um, a little bit more grounded in reality and not so much the fantastical comic book type stuff. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think for as outrageous as Nolan can be like with stuff like inception memento uh, the way he sets up things in such an artistic, but outlandish way, like this could never happen. He made Batman in that universe. So great. I mean, honestly, when I, I remember after watching the dark Knight, I was like, can we get a Nolan universe? Uh, can we get somebody get this man? the IP for DC and make Superman make, he would figure out a way I, I believe yeah. he could have in some alternate universe. He could have made a Nolan universe with DC and I would be a fan. Oh yeah. There, I mean, Guaranteed. there was something, there was something heartbreaking going into the third movie, going into dark Knight rises. And at that point they'd actually already announced like the DCEU's beginnings. And um, so they'd already like started to, there was rumblings of them like doing, they'd already done, like they were doing Man of Steel and there was already talks of them redoing Batman and stuff. And I'm like, and in my head, I was like, that's just insanity. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you take your DCU and start it with the Dark Knight? Exactly. It's like, it's, it's ran by Warner Brothers. It's like Christian Bale. It's like, I, I know he gets actually fartsy and he doesn't want to do stuff. And yeah. it's like, I'm not going to be typecast. Like, what has he done lately? Throw money at him. He's yeah. in the MCU. You know what I mean? It's like he's coming at the MCU, but like see see between like, you know, Thor Love and Thunder and the Batman movies. How many times have you actually heard his name pop up frequently enough in something that isn't him shouting at people working on lights? You know what I mean? That was literally <laughs> the major thing that happened between those movies, and he's just kind of he's been there. Yeah. And he's done a few other movies that have popped up, but like throw money at him. That's your Batman. This is like amazing starting spot. Yeah. For the DCEU. And then of course after that you had Henry Cavill's Superman. And it's like this is this was like your perfect starting spot. Yeah. And everybody already loves the Dark Knight trilogy. Why wouldn't you why would you then go, oh yeah, the third movie's coming out? Oh, but we're gonna go and do this other universe here where it's all connected and like Yeah, I think I think at that point they uh it was probably the combination of Nolan not wanting to come back mm. and and them not wanting to touch the the quote-unquote grounded reality that that nolan's batman trilogy was um and and so they felt like they had to start over now i i mean i agree with you i would have loved to seen to have seen uh christian bale continue on as batman and 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 explore that fantastical element of things with henry cavill superman and things like that and but I just think they, at that point, that it was it was completely its own separate thing, and they didn't want to touch it. Yeah. Um, and and so that was the choice that they made, for better or for worse. And then certainly, in a lot of respects, it was worse. Um, but, um, you know, I, I love that particular series. Um, yeah. Are there yeah, they are other, amazing movies. Now, are there now, any other? Uh, oh, go ahead. Going with the 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 Henry Cavill Superman. You know what's funny? Like the that whole like Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League. That was like the trilogy. They also have had Wonder Woman in there as well. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that the Batman v Superman theatrical cut was terrible. Mm-hmm. The director's cut was good, in, in my in my eyes, and maybe in a lot of people's eyes too. And then the Justice League came out in the theatrical cut, and then they just came out with the director's cut uh and which which was leagues better 
and it's crazy like they're like hey two of these three (laughs) movies were were terrible but they got they went back to the you know drawing board and just recut it and did a couple reshoots and it looked and it it ended up being like a much better trilogy uh because of it and it's like you make you make it a 30 minutes longer or 40 minutes longer uh and it's so much better well and that's what Oh, go ahead. And and that's what that's what you look when you when we look at uh, MCU when they do the Infinity War and the End Game. Those were three hour movies, and they're one of the best comic book movies of all time. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. they were they were a culmination of twenty five movies, but uh, which was really neat, anyways. Yeah. But you throw more at it. You don't just try to rush through yeah. uh, an hour and forty five minutes of a comic book. No, we're comic book nerds. We want more introspective we want more yeah. story we want more exposition yeah. if we the movie's good enough we'll sit for that long if the movie's le- yeah. legitimately that good we will sit for four hours we will sit how I often mean, have Lord you of sat- the Rings. how many times have you sat and binge watched a tv series yeah exactly right? like a six to ten episode tv series because it's been so good like i'll sit and watch the whole thing back to back and then they're like oh they won't sit for a three-hour movie and i'm like yeah we will we're yeah. geeks we're nerds we do this is what we do yeah yep. lord of the rings proved that when they yes. made the four and a half hour 100 wonderful trilogy i don't know what you're talking each. about there isn't another version that's that is just lord of the that rings is the version. <laughs> oh. that isn't another version like that's someone the made version. me watch the theatrical cut of that i'd be like no this is this is fake what this is, is this? like sitting on can you even a, still a throne get of lies cut? can you even still this, get that version anymore i think I it's out it. there it smells like beef and cheese yeah, I have, I have the version. <laughs> beef and cheese, really? <laughs> yes. Makes beef me and think cheese. of that Vine video. I don't know if you've seen it. Where's this little girl? Where's like, I smell like beef. I smell <laughs> like beef. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's as weird as it sounds. Um, but <laughs> did you say Vine? Yes. yes. That was he's old. You're old. <laughs> yes. It's yes, called kids. TikTok. Gather Just around. change the words to TikTok and you'll get people's attention. Have you ever seen that Simpsons episode where like, look, an old man is talking. Gather yeah. around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Shoot. Um, okay. Ronnie, yeah. what do you beef think is cheese. good? <laughs> you think beef and cheese is good? <laughs> I do think beef and cheese is pretty good, but superhero um, stuff let's hear it i mean uh some of the some of the later uh mcu movies like ragnarok and um i mean yeah, the, like the endgame honestly like infinity war and endgame are, are two of the best movies i think i've ever seen um so cross doesn't know this but cross uh i think like three years ago maybe um i hadn't seen any marvel movies uh oh. the first one i saw in the mcu was infinity war actually madness Okay, I've been waiting to ask someone this. <clears throat> what was that like? Like, because I've always it like, was still good. Because I've always <laughs> wondered, like, I didn't know anything. Wondered, like, when they done stuff for Infinity War, I was like, oh, people are going to see this, and apparently they've never seen the other movies. And I'm like, how do you go into this with like twenty like odd yeah. movies beforehand, like setting stuff up? You don't need to watch all twenty, obviously, but there's quite a bit of setup. How do you go into Infinity War without that? Actually, uh, truth be told, I think I started. I, think I started dating my fiance uh, that was like early on 
And uh, I honestly, I probably just would have went wherever she wanted to go. I mean, like, we, we all know how it is. Like, we just would have followed wherever it was. That's a fair and enough just, reason. I'll that's get, what happened. I can't argue with that. <laughs> and then um, and then I ended up like we went back through and started watching all of them again. So I kind of caught back up. And by the time I watched Endgame, like I had actually seen him. So nice through. That's impressive. I got to give you that. That's that's impressive. Seeing Infinity War first and then like binging through to catch up to get it was to the, Infinity the War. Game. Infinity War on its own island without any prior knowledge was good enough to get me to watch like twenty movies. Yeah, <laughs> and and imagine know? how that was. I mean, like I am jealous because I I watched it from two thousand eight and all the way through twenty nineteen oh, yeah. or twenty eighteen. You know, and you were able to watch every single movie within a year. Yeah. That's just like it was awesome, man. But awesome. first experience, we only binge the MCU on a yeah. first watch, and like seeing 2008 when Iron Man dropped, I would have killed for that, right? Like, how much people yeah. freaked out in 2008 and that first end credit scene when people realized it was there, and Nick Fury shows up and says, "I want to talk to you about the Avengers." So I'm like, like that blew my mind in 2008. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Like, but no, any yeah. any of the Avengers movies, honestly. Um, including obviously civil war because well, yeah. it's pretty much it's, an avengers that's movie. an avenger movie yeah, yeah. so uh, i love those movies where they just all of those heroes that you would you would, i mean you would watch their movies individually uh so that all of them coming together and working as a team is like the coolest thing ever yeah. now i tell you what, what what marvel did and it's not a new thing but they pretty much like put their stamp on the after credit scenes mid credit scenes and after credit scenes oh yeah and if now nowadays if they if i watch a movie and there is not an after credit scene it's oh, disappointing it's, it's it. so it, it, strange immediately it's gets down a point on my richter scale yeah. like this is ridiculous I, I, we were we were <laughs> we went to see uh fast and furious uh that was like one of the first no fast furious nine i don't remember which one it's called the latest fast and furious yeah, movie. the f9's family family nine. yeah the family nine we yeah. watched that in the theater that was like Movies our first movie watching in the theater since uh since covid and pandemic and it got to the credits and mindy and i just sat there we were like well we got to watch till the end there might be after credit scene or whatever and a lady who worked there came up they turned on the lights and they're like there's no after credit scene we're like you're gonna you're gonna pull us out of these chairs we're not going anywhere people <laughs> it's like okay, 2021 yeah. there needs to be after credits scene. we're not getting be. tricked again yeah, so, like, not tricking us. We want well, everything thing, to be one, connected. <laughs> it'd be one thing if it was a solo movie, but when there's something like the Fast and the Fury stuff, like no, this is a franchise. Yeah, you never. They, know. They, they need to advertise what's coming next because we know there's going to be another one. Like surely there must yeah, be. Just a, create yeah. some buzz already. Yeah, it's a land I, I, before I time. I don't care if it's if it's a movie cars. where everybody dies. Show me something else. What happens? Yeah, like, Mar- Marvel has the- spoiled us for like setting up what's to come. Like I. I desperately want to see in Kevin Feige's office. Like, oh, I yeah. want to see the boards and the, board, the strings that he's got what? and how <laughs> the, the yarn and string. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see his office. Like, you're going to go in there, it's going to be like one of those like maze games where it's like they put string across, you have to try and get across the room. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's going to literally be like that, where like, if you want to speak to him, you have to get through like the MCU that he's got set up. <laughs> like, he knows where everything's going. And I'm like, how how does he know all this stuff like it's so, crazy along that point um and just flipping back to the other side again a little bit <clears> um it, it, was, balance. it was actually pretty cool i don't know That's if you saw these be. pictures yes um uh, i don't know if you saw these pictures cross of um 
some things that Zack Snyder had posted uh, right around when the Snyder Cut was happening. And uh, uh, he posted, basically, it was this super long um, whiteboard. And he had the entire layout of where the Justice League, like, multiple movies were going and all that kind of stuff. And he had associated with, they had Jim Lee do artwork for, for like, story beats from, from the movies. And it's like, how cool of a storyboard direction do you have where you have, like, Jim Lee's artwork, like, showing, giving the example? That makes it even sadder that Warner Brothers basically just came over and just went, Nope. lit it on fire and <laughs> just, just took a yeah it's like just started erasing the board i'm like yeah we don't need this anymore it's yeah it's it awful yeah i think i think warner brothers needs to learn you know what people keep... want a reboot of animaniacs it's like ugh, come on where's the where are all the superhero movies yeah. yeah oh they announced them all they have plans for them all they just don't aren't making any traction with them like when the dcu first dropped they announced like something like 25 movies yep and nothing's happening with any of them. And well, it's like, they're they're trying to get back on on it at least now. Whether how they're connected in what way and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, movies like The Flash and stuff will. Kind I of, think I think when they do the, the Flash, it's I think it's really they're gonna like reboot things. I hope I hope they reboot things and they're like, all right, let's just let's just start over. This is the perfect opportunity to start over. Uh, with with the flash i mean because like they just yeah. did ugh, I, I i hate i hate to do this but i'm gonna go on the flip side of this they like wonder woman was good and then the second one was before wonder woman in 1984 which made no sense to me and why would they go that why wouldn't they continue forward like i get with when they did the mcu and what they did captain marvel which was based in the 90s i'm like okay this is based in the 90s this is like her origin why would they i don't know i just i just feel like dcu just like messes up everyone yeah every, it was kind of like time. Yeah, with like Wonder Woman, it was great because like, but you did the past story, you gave us her like origin, and then we've watched like the Justice League movie and stuff like that, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you you realize Wonder Woman has adventures now in comics, right? Like modern day adventures. Mm -hmm. Like I, we actually did an episode on our show, like we pitched a whole DCEU. I'm like, I bet I can go in the comics and I can pitch you a better DCEU than what's actually in existence. And it's like, and there's Guaranteed, so yeah. much stuff there that they could tap into, and they just don't. And and don't get me wrong, there's some DC movies that come out I thoroughly enjoy. Like I thoroughly enjoyed Shazam. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, amazing movie. Yep, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad that just came one. out. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, I don't think it was perfect. A lot of people were like ten out of ten. I'm like, it's not a ten out of ten movie, but you know what? It's a great action popcorn movie. I'll sit and watch it. It's awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It's like you've got great stuff like that, like Joker. You released Joker and then went, Oh, it's not DCEU canon. Like, find a way to make it. It's one of the best movies you've made since the DCEU started. Yeah. It's like it's such right. a great story. You've got great potential there. And um, and I'm excited for stuff that they've got coming up. Like uh, they just recently announced as well. Um, I've completely blanked on the guy's name, but the kid from um Cobra Kai. Like the main uh, kid that's yeah, training in Cobra Kai, he's gonna, Beetle. yeah, he's gonna be playing Jaime Reyes as Blue Beetle in an HBO Max series. That's got potential to be phenomenal. New Batgirl series too. There's a new Batgirl series coming out. That's phenomenal. Like the Titan show that uh, Mark mentioned earlier. Like they've they've been doing amazing with that. I'm not caught up to season three yet. I'm still like catching up on everything, Titans wise, because like I kind of just went, uh, 
yeah, you made a Titan show where Robin says the F word fantastic. I'm like, but it's actually a pretty decent show, and like, and everyone's been raving about it. And it's like, you've got some great DC stuff there. You've yeah. got some great stuff. I just think Warner Brothers needs to keep their hand out of the cookie jar. Like the the whoever it is over yeah. at WB, anytime anytime they touch something, it's just like they they just gum it up. And yeah, my co-host Nigel keeps saying it. They need a Kevin Feige. Yeah. They need someone who's like, this is what's going to be happening. Yeah. And you can make your movie as long as it kind of fits this because this is the path that we're on and this is the road that we're going on and someone to keep it all straight. Not just like a Warner Brothers exec going, oh, we're going to change this, this, and this because reasons. Yeah. Like, no, but someone with an actual plan. Absolutely. And it's like, and it's, it sucks so much because there's so much potential. Even the awful stuff, even like Batman versus Superman that got like ripped apart. You have so much great potential in that movie. Yeah. Even like the theatrical version, Ben Affleck's Batman is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have issues with him gunning people down, but bar that, he's one of the see, best on-screen Batman that we've seen. You know. See, the difference is, and I'm used to I'm used to them going nuts with Batman because Burton's Batman movies killed like no, there was no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Um, at least with the DCEU Batman, they gave him a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will give them that. They actually made a backstory of like, this is the reason why he's like this now. And they gave him a redemption arc. Towards but like, you've got, because you've got him as Batman, you've got Henry Cavill's Superman, you've got Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, who she's awesome as Wonder Woman. Like, even the stuff like that with the movies of like, like split people completely. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's potential there. There is great potential there don't for stuff. Squander it. <laughs> and it's like, but they just they don't know what they're doing with it. Yeah. The fact that they had like that movie come out and then they did Justice League and then like how long was it they spent back and forth and if Ben Affleck was ever going to be Batman again? Yeah. How are you three movies deep and your Batman isn't under a long term contract and you don't even know if he's going to be Batman anymore? Yeah. Well, you know, other side of that, Marvel. They're not doing. They're not doing multiple, multiple movie contracts anymore. It's it's one to one movies. They yeah, decide. which I how does how does that going to work? Because I mean, the, what our whole conversation we've had so far yeah. is the connectivity, and if you are going to not do a long term contract, how are you going to solidify and confirm and make sure that your everything's going to be connected if you're only going to be doing short term contracts? That yeah. means everything's no going to be gonna yeah, everything's going to be shortened. Uh, and they're going to try to jam pack everything into one when what's been working is they've been stretching it out. Yeah. And like, hey, we're going to tell one awesome story for this character and we're going to give you a sprinkle of, and we're going to do some cameos and we're going to have these people. And so it leads into this next next movie, which is why it, it makes people, you know, hunger for that next movie because yeah. they want to see what happens next. The house and if of, you're not, oh, if that's not going to happen, then, you know, like, what, how, how are you going to do that? Yeah, well, the house of mouse needs to remember money talks, so they need to be throwing money each time they need them for a movie. Well, t- to be fair, <laughs> that's what they did. It's like initially, anyway, like people's contracts kept ending during this, you know, the whole Infinity Saga stuff. Yeah, and they just kept throwing money at them to extend the contracts a little further. Yeah, and it's like so I, they're going to end up doing the same thing again. But I just I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I would just, wager. I, I would wager that a part of it is they have now so many characters and plate spinning that they don't mm-hmm. have to give 
you know, two dozen people, long-term contracts. I think they're mm. going to, I think they're trying to, to Get stagger the stories them. a little more, spread it out. I think they yeah. are going to spread it out a little more. Now, are we going to take to it? I don't know, but I feel like for every new character that introducing, they're anchoring it with like a, a known character. Yeah. Um, you know, you have like black widow where you have her and then you have her family, you know, without getting into spoilers or anything, but, but, yeah. but now those, some of those family members, like people want them and they're confirmed to be in future projects. And yeah. so I think that's why they're doing it is to kind of expand the, the superhero roster, which I think they can do if they keep anchoring on to the solid, like OG characters or the second generation, whatever you want to call them, second phase characters and stuff. I think also as well, you're now at a point where, you know, probably that people know what the MCU is. You know what you're signing up for. You know like what stuff you're expecting. <laughs> it's like they you really want, are. You get involved, like you know what you're going to be doing. Like when they signed like the initial Avengers, like nobody knew who half of them were. Nobody knew who Chris Hemsworth was. Barely anybody knew Chris Evans' name. Robert Downey Jr. was an untouchable before Iron Man. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He'd yeah. basically been written off by Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So like so at that point, it was like they're getting to multi-year contracts because they can. These guys don't have careers to lose. These don't have this and it's an offer of like, hey, if you come and play this character, you get to work for the next like 10 years and we're going to pay you. Yeah. Awesome. And now it's like, hey, you want to be involved in Marvel? Okay. Yeah, I think anybody would take any position right now. Yeah, it's like, what do you want to do? You get to carry a tray in the background. Fantastic. I'll do it. 100%. You know, <laughs> <For> free. <laughs> yeah. Big hammer. So... Called Meow Meow. And you'll be cool <laughs> with long hair and bleached eyebrows. There you go. Oh, the bleached eyebrows. Oh, those are awful. They Going back so to watch the original that. Avengers, it's like, oh, it's blinding. How did he not wear sunglasses? It's even worse than the original Thor. I went back and watched that recently, and it's like, it's so bad in the first Thor. Chris, who bleached Chris Hemsworth's eyebrows? They like, had that was to dip so him in bleach every day before filming. It's like, it took us an hour to bleach him <laughs> for it to shoot that day. <laughs> Oh goodness! So we've we've talked a little bit about you know we've talked a lot about the good we've talked about a little bit about the bad yeah now let's talk a little bit about the ugly. Uh, uh, actually, before we get into that, I want to throw one out a show that okay. does count as a superhero show, and it's definitely under the good in my opinion. Sure. But like, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it because it's out with of Marvel and DC, and mm -hmm. fairly recent show that hit on Amazon, Invincible. I love Invincible. All this show is fantastic. Not seen it yet. If you guys have not seen it, it's like it is one that I would highly recommend. It's based on a comic from Robert Kirkman, most known for the Walking Dead series. And um, it's out with Skybound um, and Image Comics, like a phenomenal comic series and a phenomenal animated show. Animation is top notch. The soundtrack's phenomenal. And again, don't watch this one with your kids. Yeah, yeah. So very violent, very, you know, F-bombs. Yeah, it's definitely more r-rated it's definitely more adult content to it and that like violence and cussing but it's a phenomenal show if you watch it like it's the storyline the characters is so well done and what's great so. is a lot of the characters a lot of the voice actors are walking dead actors mm -hmm. <laughs> um so yeah robert, some robert kirkman's keeping it in the family i guess yeah some <laughs> of the some of the acting is phenomenal and one of the best acting jobs, and I have to say, there was um, J.K. Simmons who plays Omni Man in it. Well, he's good it was at like, <laughs> yeah, he's phenomenal in everything, but he's in this, and he's he probably steals it for me in a lot of the stuff. But 
It's like everything about it's phenomenal. So if it's one you guys haven't watched, I want to throw that one out there. It's on Amazon Prime and it's it's phenomenal. It's well worth watching. Yep, pretty good thing. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Everybody said their piece otherwise. Uh, yeah, I do want to transition, help transition to the bad and the ugly. I mean, we've kind of talked, we've like hopped between good and bad. Yeah. Uh, but to help transition to ugly, I want to talk about superhero. I don't want to say IP, but like shows and movies that started out like so good, and then they just teetered off into oblivion. The first one I want to say is Heroes, a non MCU, mm. a non DC. I don't know, maybe they are associated with, but to my knowledge, yeah, it was an yeah, NBC show that they just made up. That first season of Heroes was so fun uh, back in the day. Second season was good, got very outlandish. Third season was like, oh. I think there was a, uh, I think there was a writer's strike that happened. In there was. There was yeah. a writer's strike. The writer's strike, is, but... the writer's strike in season two of that actually completely changed the story. Yeah. That's why season three went off in a different direction. It was actually meant to be a completely different direction for season three. And and then when they tried to reborn it, it oh, was yeah, a was sh- it was like it was like a shadow of its old self. Like right. Mindy and I yeah. couldn't get past halfway through the season. Maybe couldn't even get through a third of the season. It just got not fun. Like they focused on the characters we didn't really care about. We never got to really see like and obviously there's like, you know getting some of the actors back, getting some of the original people back, that wasn't going to happen. And so they worked with what they could get. Um, So yeah, that was a show that I wanted to shout out for good and bad reasons. Mm. Yeah, no, I I adored Heroes. It was a phenomenal show. Like that first season just was absolutely brilliant. And save the cheerleader, save the world. (laughs) Like seriously though, that phrase was everywhere. That phrase was I loved Hero. Yeah. And it's like, and there were some great moments in that show. It's just it sad it teetered off. And then I watched all like Heroes Reborn when it came back because I was just so excited it was back. And I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe this is it. And it's like you could tell watching it, this was kind of like the last, like trying to wrap up everything for these characters. Yeah. And it just it didn't. I I enjoyed what it was, but it like it just wasn't phenomenal. I just it kind of just petered off at the end and it was like ah, okay yep yep uh i'm gonna i'm gonna sandwich this uh and the same it, show is, is, is all good bad and ugly and this is also not mcu this is also not dcu but this is mmpr EU. <laughs> this, like the mighty morphin power rangers oh the best superhero group of all time i don't know what you're talking about that's all good that's that's just good like, man. <laughs> you you go so like when I'm growing up, you know, I am 10 years old and I'm like this is phenomenal. This is exactly what I want and Green Ranger, White Ranger, Gold Ranger, all that stuff. Uh I go back and watch it I'm like, "Ooh, this is this is rough. This is really really rough. This is every single episode is just like uh n- just nothing. <laughs> I mean it's just like <laughs> fighting, zords and it's over. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like had a formula. I- I was like, oh, and, yeah, and, and the Zords episodes or the Zord scenes were like a minute, like of the entire episode. I was like, man, this is the best part. And it was only for a minute, maybe not even a minute. Yeah. Um, well, but uh, you got to yeah. understand like that footage of like all the Zords is, is cut from Japanese footage. They redid all uh, like you. There was multiple <laughs> scenes throughout the entire first season where it's like, I thought I've seen the scene before. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Same Japanese footage that's been redone. 
<laughs> the same sparks coming off of them when they kick them. It's like it's like three minutes of the Zords coming in and music's going. It's going crazy. Dun, they're jumping dun, in. Dun. They're saying, go, let's do this. All power's up. And then they sh- they get out the sword and it's over. I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. all this build up and there's no fight. Because they had to cut uh, out I, all the I, actors that weren't there. I need a geeky show us off. Give me a sec. I need to, since we're talking power. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, gonna, he's got some Power Ranger what, stuff what in the background. What always used to drive me nuts about the. You listen in the podcast won't be able to see this, but I'm on video with the guy, so they can it see works. this. Like, I, I yeah. can describe I'm a Power Rangers fan. Nice. Oh, so yeah. Ooh, it's signed. You know what? Signed by Jason David Frank, the original oh, Green and White Ranger. So good, so good. Gold Ranger. Hey. Yeah, here, look, I'll show you the legs of my Power Ranger right here. Power Ranger. I also have a Funko Pop just behind me there of uh, Lord Draken from the comic run. Yeah, yeah. So and there's and it's like yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a Power Rangers guy. I'm I'm all in. Jason <laughs> David Frank is. Uh, um, I backed him on Kickstarter. He's doing like the Legend of the White the, Dragon. Yeah, the Legend or, of the White Dragon. I've seen all and, this stuff uh, for that. They they are like in the middle of filming and all that stuff it's probably not going to come out until like 2023 but it's just like hey the original green ranger is making a movie with all these previous power rangers actors yeah from multiple seasons and you're seeing like uh you know the original adam from season i think it was season three um you see i think billy from the season one might i think he's in it as well but there's like they're bringing back all these characters and actors yeah. for this one big huge movie that's going to be it's basically a feature film that's also a fan film at the same time yeah, yeah he's oh, he's all in for the geeks and the fans and all that stuff he's like totally sold into yeah, all of that so yeah, yeah. what a- he's come back so many times on the show like i think he's probably the one who's come back the most yeah he comes back all yeah. the time please, what, so. I, what i love about jason david frank like he owns it like yep. he's mm. like i've ever yeah i have fans that love this and I'm gonna ride this until I die. Oh yeah, he's like I'm a Power Ranger. I'm known for being a Power Ranger. Yeah, and, and I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And it's like, and I love it that he does it. Like, you know, there's people that are like, hey, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman. He's like, I don't, I want to forget about this. It's like, or, or Henry Cavill as Superman. I'm, I'm, I'm done with Superman. It's like he's Jason David Frank is not done with Power Rangers, yeah. and he never will be. And that's what's that's so awesome. So. And actually, massive shout out to him, actually. Yeah. And it kind of transitions to talking about good and bad of like comic book stuff. Yeah. Uh, Valiant Comics, uh, you guys may or may not know, is another like extended like superhero universe in the comics. A lot smaller company, a lot less known. Sure. Uh, they attempted to, f- to go to Ferry into doing movies with uh, Vin Diesel playing Bloodshot. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Um, but before they did that, they did that. Uh, um, digital like online series and mm-hmm. um, featuring like the characters of the Valiant universe and Jason David Frank actually played Bloodshot in that yeah. um, I don't know if I can show it above me here one of the comics I've got hanging above me that is actually up the top Yeah, between JLA and Booster Gold is actually uh, a Bloodshot comic with him as Bloodshot on the front cover signed by him nice. that uh, one so um, cool so if you're looking for a better version of Bloodshot, actually the Green Ranger played him, and he actually did a pretty amazing job at it as well. Nice. So y'all have gotten me excited about Power Rangers. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to announce it right now. You're a Power Ranger? Yes, that's it. We are the new Power Rangers. This I is a new team. Yeah. Oh man, I did not Power come Ranger. prepared. <laughs> Welcome aboard, gentlemen. <laughs> 
No, so I'm going to go ahead and announce in a couple weeks, I guess. Uh, Wait, you're going to announce it in a couple weeks? Or? No, no, no. It's happening in a couple okay. weeks, I should say. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. This is the pre-announcement announcement. Yeah. So officially, <laughs> we have a gentleman by the name of Ron Wasserman who is going to be coming on as a special guest. Ron Wasserman did all of the music for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and, and subsequent shows after that for like the first 10 years of Power Rangers. So go, go Power Rangers, go Green Ranger, go, you know, all those, all those songs you hear, those rock songs you hear, like that's all him. And, nice. and so he can I come be... by for that show? That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, uh, so jealous. <laughs> so he will be on the show um, on August 30th um that monday so i'm super excited for that um but yeah absolutely love 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 power rangers um i don't care what people say it's a kid's show all that kind of stuff i still have an affinity for it Mm -hmm. um so real to me yes (laughs) um but yeah okay let's go ahead and get real quick into the into the bad and the ugly of of superhero movies and uh, and tv shows and i know that there is a particular one that isaac happened to mention um lucas you're shaking your head at me because i know what's coming (laughs) this is going to be an interesting conversation apparently according to to isaac i can feel it in my bones (laughs) because uh cross apparently you're going to be the apologist for this movie and and the rest of us don't have very nice things to say about it. Um, so basically, there's this. There's been this long-standing argument with specifically Lucas and Isaac over uh, which is the better movie. Over no, no, which is the worst movie? Which is the worst? Not movie, which yeah. is the better movie. Yeah, we we acknowledge movie? we're arguing over pieces. Okay, let's let's put this out there. None of these are good movies. Yeah. Neither yeah, of these no. are good movies. <laughs> we are not, not arguing which is. I am not being an apologetist for either of them. They're both really bad movies okay. yes <laughs> so spider-man 3 the raimi spider-man 3 versus versus the amazing spider-man 2 so um we can go ahead and put up put our our thoughts out on the line here i know i know from my standpoint i i will pick amazing spider-man 2 over spider spider-man 3 any day I know you may have good thoughts about it, good opinions, but but overall, like, I just can't. It, Spider-Man Three makes me cringe <clears throat> much more than Amazing Spider-Man Two, um, and and that to me makes it the worst, the worst of the mm. two. Can, can I can I go next? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I'm gonna say that uh, Spider-Man Three is better than Amazing Spider-Man Two. The only reason I say this because both are equally bad. Uh, But Amazing Spider-Man 2 ends with a boss fight. End credits. It's like, hold on, why he was this, this rhino was going to be a part of the movie and then like, in the trailers. In the trailers. And it's Paul Giamatti too. Come on, seriously? stupid. And it's like, he's in the trailers like, oh, we're going to see rhino and he's in the last two seconds of the movie and they're running at each other, and that's the end of the movie. I'm like, well, yeah, they're uh, this setting is... you up for Amazing Spider-Man three, two thousand twenty-six. Never... Yeah, I think that the it's point was someday. the point was he wasn't supposed to be done there. 
No. Yeah. It, but it, he was. And so if there was like a Amazing Spider-Man 3 that, that came out two minutes after the movie ended, then I'd be like, oh, okay. All right. Let's keep going. Well, yeah, because they but, had set up the Sinister Six. In, or we're trying to set up the Sinister Six. They forced in the Sinister yeah. Six, yes. Yeah. All right. Not Too forced. That was so the movie. <laughs> my turn. We're just going to go back and forth. And <laughs> so Mark Lucas started. is tapping in. <laughs> okay, this is, I'm just going to say two things about Spider-Man 3 of why it's so bad. One is uh, I, can, I can handle bad villains. Like Venom's portrayal by Topher Grace is just cringy. To the to the max. Uh, James well, Franco I mean, like, is fine. He's whatever. Uh, Sandman is actually a good villain in Spider-Man Three, uh, but I can't forgive a bad like Peter Parker uh, when he gets symbioted and starts dancing and starts being like, "Oh, I'm emo," Ooh, like that whole. <laughs> That whole that was, run, well, that was I in the almost script. got out of the that theater. The I script. wanted to get out of the theater. Like, I wanted to leave. And if I can recognize that as a, I think I was in college at the time. If I could be that angry about something, and it, and to me, it's not even just the matter of how bad Spider-Man 3 is. It's how good Spider-Man 2 was mm-hmm. and how far down they fell. They set up something wonderful with Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2. And then they just, they just, they just lit the house on fire and just burn it to the ground with Spider-Man 3. Amazing Spider-Man 2, not good. Villains like the forced hobgoblin at the end, like creepy, cringy, just like Venom, so bad. But I thought Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. He was a little bit, you know, over-emotional sometimes, but he was a way cooler, way, I don't know, like really jabbing, joking like really getting at you, getting on your nerves kind of Spider-Man that I really jived with. It was unfortunate that the way they did not pull off Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't let it keep going. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what I'll say about Spider-Man 3. So do you, you don't you didn't like the uh, raindrops keep falling on my head like oh my whole scene you know like <laughs> that was that was epic. You I know, love that song. They ruined, right there. He ruined that song for the rest of my life. <laughs> I used to love, I grew up listening to that song. Like I had a little like music box that would play that song. And now all I think of is Spider-Man three and I cry. Myself <laughs> okay. I, I, will be honest, say, I don't think I've seen either yeah. one of these. So never okay. see them. That's fair. It's really not worth it to be honest with you. It's not. Okay. So I will say in response to what Lucas said, I do not disagree with anything he said. Like, Spider-Man 3 is an awful movie. It is not done well. Spider-Man 2 is one of the best Spider-Man movies that we've ever gotten. And they just dropped the ball. I am a huge Venom fan. They screwed it up massively. Topher Grace, who cast him as Venom? That was like awful. They better have been fired. Yeah, wasn't Eddie Brock supposed to be this like big, huge, like football jock kind of guy? And they yeah. get Topher Grace. So, like, yeah. The like, legitimately back when that movie came out, me and my friend back in Scotland were like, we're fan casting who would love to see his Venom. And literally, size wise, maybe not acting ability, but size wise alone, we were both thinking, what about Brock Lesnar? Like, yeah, he's this big like beast of a guy, like for the Rock. Head. You know, he's exactly. some big, massive monster of a man. <laughs> At the very least, once he had the symbiote. So, and don't get me wrong, like, emo Peter is 100% cringe worthy. He's all that stuff. I do not deny any of that. 
at the same time i do now looking like at the time it came out it was the worst movie ever but looking back on it now i look on it in the same way that i look on like batman and robin it's not a good movie by any lens but i can honestly put it on and have a good time because of how cringeworthy bad it is and have a laugh at it (laughs) amazing spider-man 2 is just bad it's like everything about it like even the story of it doesn't make sense you talk about how like Andrew Garfield was an amazing Spider-Man. He was. The problem is he's Peter Parker for most of the movie. And Tobey Maguire is a better Peter Parker. I will argue that. Andrew Garfield's a better Spider-Man, but Tobey Maguire is a better Peter Parker. And we yeah, get him as Peter Parker for most of the movie. I don't want that. I want... like The best scene that can describe Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie when he's like getting the... The first time you tie someone up when it's the guy in the car and he's sitting in the back seat and it's like, and he just starts quipping and jabbing and he's flipping around the car. He starts webbing him up outside it. That's Spider-Man. And that's removed completely focus on the storyline of Peter and Gwen and dealing with her wanting to move away and go to school. And I get Peter Parker and Spider-Man comics and stories all have that teen melodrama stuff part to it. That's part and partial. But like that was the movie. If you literally removed the costumes, I would never have known this was a Spider-Man movie because of that. And then the stuff that they throw in is Electro. Jamie Foxx's Electro, and I'm like, wow, we've never seen that type of person in a movie before, a superhero (laughs) movie. A geeky, nerdy guy who's really, you know, smart, but kind of nervous and socially awkward and bad at their job, and then all of a sudden something happens, and aha, they're a villain. That's never been done before. I've never seen that happen, ever. Never, ever happened. The year that came out. And then, of course, we get the introduction of Norman Osborn, one of the biggest villains in Marvel. He's killed in the first 20 minutes by a random disease that he has. I'm like, okay, so we're going to focus on Harry for this. Harry has a mental breakdown in his early 20s because he's genetically got the same disease that killed his father in his 60s. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to die. Why won't you give me your blood, Spider-Man? I'm like, I need, I need to take it. I need to take, you know, inject that into me right away. I'm like, you have time to investigate this. It took like another four decades before your dad died. <laughs> you don't, you're not dying now. There is no reason to rush this. And then you turned himself into the Hobgoblin just so we had a villain for the end of the movie to set up the Sinister Six stuff. Yeah. Because that's what everything was. It was rushing to set up a Sinister Six movie that thank God we did not get. Yes. Because it would I'm have very been very happy awful. they didn't get it. It's true. We're going to do a Sinister Six movie without Spider-Man. Why? You own Spider-Man. You're Sony. Why are you doing a Sinister Six movie without him? Why is that something we're planning? Why are we setting it up in a Spider-Man movie? Please just stop. (laughs) And then just randomly as well, we're going to throw in, hey, here's Paul Giamatti as Rhino. (laughs) I love Paul Giamatti. I think he's amazing. (laughs) If he's in the right role, he is a phenomenal actor. Oh, yeah. He's good. Rhino is not the right role. (laughs) It was the opposite of the right role. We see him for like two minutes at the start of the movie and then for like two minutes at the end of the giant rhino suit and we don't even get to see the fight. 
I'm just imagining what it looks like because I haven't seen it, but just imagine to, Paul Giamatti in a rhino just, suit sounds hysterical. Yeah, just you also imagine like mechanized. Bald, it's hilarious. With like tattoos round his head. Oh, yeah. And he's got a terrible Russian accent. A terrible Russian accent because why not? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> and, it makes and sense. It's all, and all of it leading up to spoilers for Amazing Spider Man 2, but all of it eventually was to set up the death of Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Which okay we did that and it's like and then but we didn't do anything with it because she dies right at the end of the movie and we watch her mope for a few minutes and then okay i'm going to be spider-man again oh man he looks crazy with this barbed wire Are you like, yeah. on his forehead. <laughs> thank you thank you whoa man and then so, rhino suit looks and awesome then, though. don't forget the secret agent storyline that we're shoehorning in as well because we get the backstory of what happened to peter's parents and the secret train with all this information from oscor and i'm like what are we doing in this movie yeah at least spider-man 3 had a direction of like we're going this way it's bad but at least we know where we're going with this movie and there's a potential for one after it have you seen the deleted scene for oh, the one with his uh, the one with his dad? Is it? Yeah, becomes yeah. Where it turns out his dad's alive. It turns out his dad's alive. So you've just not shown up for all this time and just randomly showed up when his girlfriend dies. And it calls he calls that out too. He's like, "Where have you been?" Yeah, and it's like, it's like, what does this do for anything? This does not add anything. His dad's randomly alive, and I'm like, there is so much stuff they pack into this movie. They don't even know what they're doing. Crusher reminding me of I don't know if you if you've ever watched Saturday Night Live, but when Mike Myers was on the show and he played this like stereotypical Scottish guy and he would always say, But it's crap. Yeah, like all pretty much. <laughs> um, hey, things are getting spicy tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are I, I, I will that's the thing, like I will I will stand on the hill that Spider-Man 3 is an awful, awful movie, but at least I can watch it back and enjoy the experience of it being so cringeworthy and stupid and ridiculous. It's like watching Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. It is not good, but I'm going to sit and have a laugh. To Spider me, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is just bad. Yeah. Rhino's suit does look awesome, though, I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> this is the coolest suit ever. To me, the, the cringe factor just... It's still it's too much. Still puts it over the edge for me. All right, Ronnie, your three. your homework is to watch both of those movies and be the split <laughs> yeah, vote. Yeah, no. see, see in five years. You got it. How long? How long do I have? Now, uh, twenty twenty six. Yeah, right. Yeah, now. We're, we're not. We're not going away. We're just going to sit where you watch them and just watch yeah. your reaction. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to base it off your face, and if we can guess every time which one you're watching, I don't think that's going to work. I feel like I'm a pretty good liar. I'm just gonna yeah, act like I true. love him while I'm watching him. Yeah. He's gonna be watching a different movie. You know what? To say to <laughs> say the good real on, quick. Put a turn on Endgame or something. <laughs> to say the good real quick. Thank goodness for the third times a charm Spider-Man that yes. they introduced in the MCU because he is he was a yeah. godsend. Is yeah, a godsend. Tom Holland. What a great Tom Holland. Great Spider-Man. Yeah. Although, got the, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say he's got the quips. Uh, he's got the innocence of Peter Parker, uh, just like the OG Peter Parker before all the yeah. drama and all the bad things happen. I do hope that they will bring some tragedy to Tom Holland Spider-Man and kind of yeah. introduce some of that because that is a part of Spider-Man's character, his resilience yeah. through through the tragedy and through it all. Um, but I I I really love his. Was his first his, introduction uh, in Civil War? Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Is that where they uh, first Avengers introduced Civil War? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Avengers Civil War. <laughs> Cross, Cross I, uh, I was speaking with your boy Nitro the other night when we were playing Apex, and he had some not nice things to say about Tom Holland. He does not yeah, he's the, he's Holland. not a massive fan of Tom Holland running <laughs> Spider Man. I'm like, I'm not sure Can't why he's got an issue. He's got weird issues with certain stuff, though. And I'll say, I, I say this to him in the podcast as well. Like, but yeah, it's like he's he's not a massive fan of Tom Holland Spider Man stuff. And I will say this: Tom Holland is great casting. Yeah. I am not overly won over by the Spider Man movies, though. Hmm. And most of that is because I'm. I'm not a fan of the supporting cast for the most part. Mm. Like Ned Leeds is great. Uh, Vulture, when we get in the first one, is phenomenal. Mysterio's cast was amazing. All like those main characters, brilliant. Supporting characters like MJ mm. or Michelle, like I I don't care that we changed her to being black. I don't care about any of that stuff. I just don't think the personality fits for what MJ is supposed yeah. to be, at least for they me. They try to do an edgier look. I, I appreciate them getting away yeah. from the damsel in distress kind yeah. of MJ that yeah, yeah, was yeah, in yeah. the other Spider-Man movies and Absolutely. comics and stuff. So, But like, she's yeah. just very too like grungy and down to earth. And, like, MJ is meant to be like a, the popular girl. She's meant to be the supermodel. She's meant to be this like way out of Peter Parker's league sort of girl. Um, and it's, I just don't, I'm not a fan of Zendaya's representation, think, but, but she, think, not her herself. She's great, but like just the way it's put. And I will never forgive them for what they did to Flash Thompson. Because in my head in the comics, that man right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Becomes Agent Venom. Because the agent, gets the Venom symbiote, becomes an agent for the US government with that suit after losing his legs, fighting in war, inspired by people like Captain America and Spider-Man to be a hero, has this massive arc, and they took this big dude who was meant to be the big bully and turned him into a weedier, geekier version of Peter Parker. How is this dude a bully? You know, like, no. Peter, like they're they're doing the slogan, the long, what is it, the long game? Or whatever. He gets beat game. up in both movies. Yep. The bully gets beat up in the Spider-Man movies. My kids, he's attempting to bully. Yeah, it's like, no. I'm like, I, I, I can see what you're doing, trying to modernize stuff. But I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, I love Spider-Man, but like, I'm wanting to see that future possibly come through. And it's like, no, I just, I'm not a fan of that supporting cast. Holland himself, amazing. Yeah. He's a great Spider-Man. I love him in the Avengers movies. I love him himself in the Spider-Man movies. I love the villain casting. I think it's been awesome, but yeah, that supporting cast, I'm not a massive fan of personally. Sure. I got you. Well, guys, I think, uh, I think yep. we might need to be wrapping this up because we have, we have talked and talked, which yeah, is sorry, not a bad thing at all. I should have forewarned you. I tend to ramble and rant a little no, bit no, when no, I no. get going. It's all good. That's what the show's all about. <laughs> no, no rules. <laughs> that's right. As is right. tradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, last, any last, last honorable mentions? TV series. Last, yeah, last ugly throw it one. Out there. And human sucks. <laughs> and humans TV show sucks. It is the one Marvel property I have not been able to fully complete. I got halfway through and literally thought, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> yeah, I legitimately said that to myself in my head. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I torturing myself pushing through this? It's <laughs> not worth it. It's that bad. Mm-hmm. I That's heard some so of those bad. Netflix shows like Iron Fist was Iron bad. Fist as well. 
I didn't. Some, I didn't watch it, but I heard. Simple reason. Not good. Same things. creator. Oh really? Oh really? The guy that did Ooh. Iron Fist season one was the guy that went and did Inhumans. They are both awful. Ugh. Hmm. So I forgot about Iron Fist. Thanks for bringing it back up. You're welcome. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> if you take nothing else from this episode, Inhumans are bad. <laughs> Human sucks, and so does Iron Fist. Don't watch them. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh man that's great all right well that is all for this romp in the great wild west uh through the good the bad and the ugly of superheroes and movies films tv uh television series and all that jazz as is tradition very quick housekeeping towels pillows candies all that stuff uh we need to do some quick plugs cross where can our joiners find you in the World Wide Web, on streaming, on podcasting? Throw out some information that we will also include in the show notes. Thank you Hopefully. so much. And so for the podcast, we do have audio versions of that pretty much everywhere that you can get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, all those sorts of good places. Um, our main home is, of course, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash comics in the cross. Um, on Sundays, we live stream our podcasts there at 2 p.m. Eastern. I also play games Monday night, 8.30 Eastern time, uh, playing through storyline games mostly, at the moment doing Kingdom Hearts. And if you're into doing a little bit of artwork in the geeky world, my co-host Nitro is an artist. He does all the art for our channel and stuff, but he does a live art stream on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. He is good. He is really good. And that Red Hood piece that you guys see behind me there, that's actually him. He did that. Yeah, the Red Hood Jesus. The Red Hood Jesus behind me, he actually did that. And... but he did that. The guy's phenomenal. You can check it out on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, for comics and the cross. Just search that and we should come up except for on Twitter. It's comics and cross because comics and the cross is too long, apparently to fit as a Twitter name. So it's just comics and cross there. And, and you can get us on there. Sweet. All right. Mm. That is uh, fantastic to know um for us of course you can check us out on twitch we uh we have a little gmg stream team with mark myself and chris the canadian rock uh we stream pretty much every day of the week and it and it goes from everything from our gmg vgbc games like current one is days gone and then we do some multiplayer games like borderlands 2 mark definitely is uh working on that old Apex every day, Fortnite a little bit, and then Splitgate is becoming, I think, uh, a more regular game. So check us out. Uh, Hades, I'm definitely streaming every day of the week, uh, except maybe Sundays in a few days, but for the most part, been loving that. Um, And then, of course, we're on Twitter and Discord. You can find us there. Uh, Please rate and review us if you get a chance to throw some uh, stars and some encouraging words. We would appreciate that. And uh, we are continuing to build our GMG MAST 100, but we're going to hold that off till next week. And we're going to be throwing two songs each at you next week. That might be our topic. It's just our it's picks have to be. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will catch you with that next week and uh, keep the good times rolling. All righty then. Pat, Mark, uh, Ronnie J, and uh, Paul, is it? Paul McLean. Who is Paul McLean? Paul McLean. Paul McLean. I was just kidding. 
Uh, thanks again. I love that they don't have to say anything. They all hold you up and say, "Yeah, they're like (laughs) just like Die Hard." Well, once we're like we've offended the guests, now now we need to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then, everybody who's here and present, you joiners as well, our our beloved friends, family, and such. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.